Okay. See that I'm just going to straight up tell them. After literally, what, 20 minutes of technical difficulties, we finally got there, fellas. Okay. My name is Riley. Here's always with Hunter. And I'm just going to cut to the chase. I brought Almost, a backpack. Yeah, for a news story? Uh, so you have a news story. And then I mentioned yeah. that I was going to bring something. Oh, you did? Yeah. I don't remember. But, but yeah. I also wanted to bring back a tradition. And what did that... you bring that? You know what I'm talking. I forgot. Oh no, that drinks, baby. I knew we went through all the Zoas, and they had no prime where I went. So I currently whipped out Rockstar. I've never had Rockstar. I've had basically all the rest of them, but this is strawberry peach. Sounded like a nice fruity flavor. I'm gonna let you know right now. I hate Rockstar. You hate Rockstar? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you'll like the, the fruit punch. No. You'll no. like the fruit punch. Baby. So, I have a kid at work. He's been working there for like a year. And he's had kidney stones for a year. Because all he drinks... Is this. Is this. No water. Okay, well, I drink... His doctor is like, you gotta drink water. And he's like, no. <laughs> I refuse. And Fuck. the other day, he nearly passed out. Because he's not drinking water. Well, listen, we are different because I basically only drink water and then on occasions yeah, 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 like soda. Yeah, yeah. So. Like 17, having heart issues. Kidney stones kidney at stones. 17? Like, oh, I'm so tired all the time. Yeah, because all you're drinking is energy <laughs> drinks. That's horrible. It's just pure caffeine. No, because you, you drink so many to a point where you almost need it to be at the basic energy level that you could have been if you weren't even drinking it to begin with. They're just ninety percent right. bad drink. <laughs> it's a battery ass. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, fella. Clink. All right. That's actually not horrible. I will say, I think I do prefer a normal fruit punch to this. But I don't hate this. It's like that aftertaste. There's like a little... There's just it's like this, something this slightly like... bitter, I will say. I kind of agree there. But... You're dying. No. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This isn't horrible. I don't know if I would ever get this again. But as we're going through this podcast, I, I, I might be sipping on it. It's not too horrible. For me, anyway. See, if I got Monster, I would like kill myself. <laughs> I fucking hate Monster so much. Monster, like regular monster anyway, is like horrible. I took like two sips once and I'm like, this literally makes me want to die. <laughs> My heart rate rose like 700%. <laughs> so I sauced that over to my sister. She's like, oh, I love this. And she just I fucking chugs it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay up six hours and study. <laughs> well, see, Such she scrubbing. does like college classes and stuff. So she stays up late. So I she she does drink more of the energy drink than I do. So she's going to get kidney stones. <sighs> Can women get kidney stones? I think so, yeah. Well, it's probably easier for them than for a guy. Yeah, because it's this, it's this, it's like, because like it's not like a ball thing. Like, well, it is a ball. See, thing. women can give birth, like so I little, feel like a kidney stone is it's not. Like a, as bad. It's like a little tiny clump of sugar and battery acid. I mean, stomach acid. Sorry, because it doesn't break down all that caffeine fast enough. Because there's just so much fucking sugar in it. I know it's it's tough. It's tough. Out of ten, what would you rate it? Two. Two. <laughs> I'd probably give it like a four or five. 
as uh, as I'm drinking it. As I'm drinking. What? You have a time? Take meds. Take <laughs> take schizophrenic meds. Take schizo meds. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that? It's in your walls. It's in your walls. If anything would be a rat. No, no, no. It's it a squash. It's, 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 it's chewing. It's chewing. It's in your walls. Anywho, let's begin the news, baby. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, just, yeah. My first one happened, I think, Monday. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just news that I doubt. It's something that horror franchises always do. And that that that's uh, you know uh, the final purge movie is oh, gonna the be next the last is gonna one. be the the next one's gonna be so the last they, one. <laughs> so, so they say <laughs> until it makes money. Ah, uh, they or well they it, all make money. How do you think there's you know yeah. five of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's and a TV bad. show. There you go. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about nobody that likes show. the TV. <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes sense. it. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah. I kind of forgot there was five. Yeah, there was the cowboy one and. There was a cowboy one? Yeah, that was the newest one. Wasn't that called The Final Purge? Was it? Let's look it up. Because I knew there was the one with Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Then there was the two with Frank Grillo. Yes. And then it was the prequel. That's what I thought it was. Purge. Ron 1. Oh, no, it's called The Forever Purge. Sorry. Oh. What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what the last one was called, and it had this cowboy guy on the on the front. I remember seeing posters of it in the movie theater. Maybe, I don't know. That just kind of seems fucking cringy. Bad. <laughs> that just looks cringy. Why don't they bring bad. Ethan Hawke back? Uh, good question. I mean, if he's playing Batman on a on a Bat Wheels TV show, I think you can get him for anything. I think you can get him for just about anything. Um, anywho. Yeah. Just give him enough money. The Forever Purge, I literally forgot existed, so. <laughs> I think everyone forgot all of them existed. That's actually <laughs> so real. It's just one of those. It's not even horror. Just it's just, like, yeah. action, and it's boring. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. It's just one of those franchises I think you just sort of just, like, see a trailer for on, like, TV, and you're like, oh, there's that another was, one. Wow, that's... How many is that now, Ted? <laughs> you're like, it's actually the sixth one. I like, literally been there. You, no, you, you have, like, teenagers or, like, frat bros that go watch it, and they haven't seen a single one. Oh. Like, the, the, like, they don't... But it really have, doesn't matter. They don't... Yeah, they don't have dedicated fans. It's just people walking into the theater because they saw a trailer. I'm like, ooh, spooky. Oh, <laughs> let's laugh at it, guys. Yeah, let's <laughs> laugh at it. So T. So funny. Um, so funny. Also, the more more Godzilla minus one director news. I'm not gonna pronounce his name ever. Okay. I'm gonna butcher it. But yeah, he he said he would like to make a sequel, but he'd want it to be a kaiju v kaiju movie. I did see that. I I don't know if you had thoughts about that because that's like, I don't know. Like I like in like, like I like the ambition. I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> At least. Uh, well i don't think it's gonna happen well yeah because i the the appeal of minus one was that it it was like the first one where it blended the human drama with godzilla very well yeah he also mentioned that he wanted to make a movie that was sort of like an answer to oppenheimer with like the nuclear war stuff and i'm like oh, didn't did? you just make godzilla one? like that's basically the answer but he wants it to be like 
like real, real life, real life. Yeah, not yeah, not yeah. a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, not a metaphor or whatever. And I think, but some people in the comments brought up that there are movies that already do that. And there's now one on my watch list that I'm going to check out this week, hopefully, called Black Rain, which sounds dark as fuck. But I I, I didn't know where to find it, so I just found it on YouTube for free. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, there's an archival. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. What you're site, about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it on that. Yeah. So yeah. I have it ready when I decide to be in the mood to be depressed as fuck. <laughs> Did we watch something else on the archival site, or is that for Did school? That might have been for school. I that found the only else. place to fu- watch Godzilla versus Biollante because the physical copies are like two hundred dollars, and you, it's not on any streaming services and then the only way to find it was just on an archival website Violante. <laughs> Violante is a human created like Another. genetically modified plant it's the it's the creature that looks like a venus flytrap oh, it's a giant mouth venus flytrap yeah but it's like a big fan favorite and it's only been in one movie oh actually it's in the next godzilla minus two Ooh, well, see that actually makes sense because it's like environmentalism or whatever. But it's fine. I, I, I interpreted Godzilla more about the failures of the Japanese government. Well, that's the new one. Which is <laughs> well, that's yeah, the new one. It, it, it tackled themes differently than other ones. It's but, true. It's true. Uh, yeah, Survivor's guilt, baby. <laughs> it's true. That's that's true. That's true. This was something I also meant to bring up last week, but I completely forgot about it. Okay. Uh, but um, Sex also, is also something that you have to like, <laughs> like, hmm, what do I think about it? Uh, I it, it, it was on Twitter, going around on Twitter Sex for a little bit, I think. To Mario. <laughs> but De- Denis said that, he, that TV is, uh, is ruining Hollywood because of its, uh, because he doesn't like dialogue. He likes being told things visually, and he thinks TV is the cause of, you know, like Marvel movies being quippy. That's what I assume, at least. Well, that's funny, because he has Marvel movie jokes in Doom. You haven't seen it yet, no. have you? No, no. I'm There's, watching... like, one character, Javier Bardem, that just, he makes jokes <laughs> at the, in the first yeah. half of the movie. But, no, I think that's a weird statement. Yet again, but it could know. be a poor translation issue because well, he it's can not speak his, English. Yeah, but it's not his first language. That's the, I guess. Yeah, it's not his first language. Um, TV yeah. is ruining Hollywood. You're yeah. not wrong. More yeah. people stay at home and watch TV than they do go to a movie theater. But it's not because of the dialogue. Although, the dialogue in recent blockbuster filmmaking has not been great. <laughs> um. That's more of a studio issue, and also just talentless hacks. Rick and Morty writer, <laughs> Rick and Morty writer, Quantum Mania. Um, She-Hulk was written by who? It was written by uh, John. She wrote the, she wrote the Pickle Rick episode. Yeah, but that's not funny. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Pickle Rick? Yeah, is Pickle not Rick funny. is not funny. Yeah, but uh, She-Hulk. Morty, yeah, she-Hulk. Morty, Morty, Morty. I'm like, wow, that's so funny. But then people think it's funny because it's like 
seeped in irony now, but it's not even like ironically no, funny not either. <laughs> like Dan Harmon fell. He fell off hard. Yeah. He actually fell off so hard. So I'm do you think the movie yeah, the it's movie's gonna fucking gonna suck? It's probably gonna be shit. Hell yeah. Um, from what I've seen, from what I've seen, when I remember from the final, the sixth season, the only good like episode was the last episode. Uh, like of the show? No, the last episode Troy was in, who's uh, he's childish Gambino because mm. he's the heart of this show. <laughs> so oh, you know, and then he disappears, gone, and you're like, damn. Yeah, once when he's gone, you're like, ah, oh, damn. damn. <laughs> this show kind of sucks, sucks now. <laughs> this show's kind of ass now. No. Yes. I mean, I get sort of where he's coming from because streaming, they yeah. need content, yeah. so they churn out billions of television shows. Yeah, he, he also said he doesn't remember movies for dialogue. It's it's about well, visuals. this is where I disagree with him because there are plenty of iconic lines, and you kind of need lines f- like for a movie to like keep going. Because if you only go visually, I think you can only go so far for certain audiences. I think dialogue, even like like monologues, can help attach an audience further more than just like pretty visuals. I, I, yeah, I, I think it. Ha- I think it has to be a good mixture of both. Not That's lie. fair. Yeah, yeah. Like the original Terminator, for example. Like, how many lines do you remember? But then also, how many scenes do you remember? The factory at the end. You know, he's like, "I'll be back," and then he drives the car into the fucking police station yeah yeah yeah. i mean i've only saw it like twice on tv years ago <laughs> so i've, I've it, only watched it a handful of times too so but, no there's certain like like some lines will make you want to come back to a movie to see a scene because like one line went so hard lord of the rings <laughs> that's so true <laughs> but like riders are all hard to me you know, or even like Braveheart, right? The you'll never take off freak. You know, that scene on YouTube probably has like ten million views because people just, just like, want to see that scene for that line, yeah, because of how it makes it feel, right? Like I think dialogue can definitely help, or even like everything everywhere last year, the the laundry and taxes <laughs> one. So annoying. How many people do you think went back and like cried yeah, at that scene on true. YouTube, right? Like. I'm telling you, lines can help a movie as well as pretty looking visuals and stuff. Yeah, like, uh, or even Oppenheimer, I'm telling you. (laughs) Even coming from uh, one of his movies, Blade Runner 2049, like, you know, the iconic scene. Where he where he screams? No, no, not where he screams. (laughs) You know, where he's talking to Big Ana de Armas. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, the, the, like there's hardly any dialogue in it, but but it's that line. You look like a good Joe. Like without that, I don't think it would have been that impactful. Is this the scene where he's just standing? Yeah, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's it's the green M M&M. and M. Wokeness has ruined the M and M's. That guy like... went on to be one of the only American. I think the only American to interview the president of Russia. Think of that. Who? Wait, what? Tucker Carlson. He went on from being on TV mm-hmm. and saying, wokeness is ruining the M&M's. I like it when the M&M's were hot mm-hmm. because they changed their shoes. Yeah. To being yeah. one of to the sneakers. only people yeah. to talk to Vladimir Putin. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is so dumb. 
of course, Vladimir's like, I like this Eminem guy. <laughs> I want to <laughs> talk. I want to talk to this Eminem guy. He was mad when the candy bar didn't have the dick bane on. <laughs> I must talk to him. Snickers, right? Was, uh, it, was it? I think it's Snickers, probably. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. No, no dick bane. Damn it! No dick bane. Um, Are we talking the big one? Or are we saving that last? No, no, I can't okay, save that. Okay, 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 uh, okay, okay. I, uh, are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, yeah, this yeah. might start a trend. I hope it doesn't, but, but, I hope it fails. But Wendy's is planning to. So like Uber, what they do is depending on the time of the day, they charge you more. And okay. Wendy's is gonna try to do that. So if you come during lunch, you're gonna get charged more. If you come between like two and three, like during the snack snack time as you kind of dumb yeah yeah like what arby arby's has like the, they still have the one dollar sliders during like isn't it like 12 to one on yeah some i think it's I like 12 think. to five 12 I to think. five yeah but they have that but like that's a good deal <laughs> yeah <'cause laughs> sliders like, are fucking <laughs> that's not that's not a that's not a price surge during because now you're not going to get any business during people aren't going to go at 12 now they're going to go at you know two or three two or three to get cheaper food. Or they're just going to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to go somewhere well, else. Well, fast food is, if not more expensive than just getting groceries. No. <laughs> so, like, it's honestly easier to just pack a lunch. Healthier, too. <laughs> Healthier, literally too. Literally, just yeah. make a sandwich. You will... I literally do. I make a ham sandwich... I put mustard, pickles, some lettuce. And that's healthier, too. It, it, well, ham can, like, stunt metabolism depending on how much you have. So, like, if you have ham daily, it can, like... But what about just a slobbing pile of grease? That's actually so true. <laughs> would you rather have triple deluxe backflip burger, or would you have ham sandwich? <laughs> You're missing the barbecue. Mm. Triple deluxe barbecue backflip burger. Okay, yeah, that's... Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. Add bacon. Add ba <laughs> Oh, of course. Yeah, you have to. That makes the sandwich better. Uh, with fries, of course. You have to get the shake instead mm. Of the soda. No, you have to... You have to get the chocolate shake. shake. The chocolate, chocolate shake. No, yeah. you have to get the new limited time chocolate Oreo shake. Oh, it's worth it. 30 yeah. bucks, but yeah. it's worth it. Dude, I tried, <laughs> I tried the smoothies from McDonald's. They actually go hard. Oh, they added... I, I thought they no, had No, they've smoothies. always had smoothies, okay. yeah. I just are they like fruity them. smoothies? Or yeah, they they're like, fruity. Ooh. They're actually pretty good. Ooh. I mean, it's kind of hard to fuck up a smoothie. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um... But no, you told me the bagels were finally coming yeah, back. Hell yeah, baby! Yeah, yeah. Oh, at, dude. At our nearest store, they're, <laughs> I, I hear they're coming at like March, I think 12th or like 18th or something at our closest store. Like the store you're at? or Yeah, yeah. This, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, childhood memories, man. That shit comes back. Imagine I have it fucking straight ass. <laughs> The cheese isn't melted, like the bagel's like too firm. They didn't like let it soften, or like I got an old one. It's gonna be straight up fucking ass when I get in. I can already feel it too. <laughs> I can feel it. Yeah, yeah. No, you have to go at the right time. You you, you literally have to like pull in <laughs> at like seven. You like, can I have the bagel? Okay, no, come in at six, right when they open. Mm. So then you can get the fresh stuff. Otherwise, to get fresh food, you have to go during a which you never know, especially in the small yeah, town yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, like in the middle, like in the middle of 
Well, that and I, like, you know, I'm nowhere near a McDonald's. I have to go out of my way to get McDonald's. So, like, maybe, like, well, I was going to say Sunday. But, like, they're not going to be out next Sunday. So, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) So, fuck me. But how big, do you know how big? Are they maybe, like... Mini bagels? Or are they no, like, the, like the the, the old ones? Where they're fucking bagels, massive. Yeah. They okay. have the okay. they have the meat and the sauce and everything. There's a sauce. Yeah, they put like, some sort of sauce on it. I don't. Did they even do that back then? I never had a bagel back then. I never had McDonald's breakfast back then. See, I just remember it being like bacon and cheese and egg, and then the bagel. I guess maybe there might have been a sauce, but it was like subtle. Or whatever. Like it's, I don't remember it. It's steak instead of sausage. Like it's like a like a different meat. So there's no bacon. Well, there is a right? bacon one. Oh, I think. Fuck yeah. But yeah, there's the steak. Oh, that's so probably. worth it. I used to make bacon egg cheese bagels for breakfast at home, but like I didn't want to like. So like I don't know. It's pretty good. You know what I used to do with bagels, back when I used to cream have cheese? bagels all the time. No, not cream cheese. Just to put put them in the toaster, put butter on them, uh-huh. and put cheese on it, and put it in the microwave. Okay. <laughs> also, a, just a cheese bagel. Yeah, just cheese bagel. Honestly, that that kind of goes. Because I'm not a big fun. fan of. Uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, you gotta toast it uh, first. Well, no, I'm not a big fan of uh, cream cheese. That's like right. I can tolerate it, but. Uh, it has to be in something, yeah. but and whatever. It, I it, and it has to be just regular cream cheese. I don't like like strawberry. Whatever. This strawberry. Yeah, that sounds different. Ass. Okay. Never mind. Keep going. Are you ready? Are you ready? A twenty four tried to develop league sanctioned films for the NFL, but the deal fell through. <laughs> I did hear this. For a second, I thought this was disposing film. Yeah. And I saw the yeah. check mark, and I'm like, yeah. oh. That happens to me all the time. What? <laughs> yeah. So how does that even work? Like biopics of the players, like documentaries. O.J. Simpson document. O.J. Simpson. Well, there's plenty of those. <laughs> Biopic. <laughs> An O.J. documentary has won an Oscar before, so. Just but this so. is a biopic. Oh, and it's, it's a... an adaptation of the book. <laughs> that he wrote. <laughs> how he do it? Yo, they're I'm not it, saying. I didn't wow, do another it. Tom Brady movie. Crazy. It's the third Tom Brady movie this week. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, they're gonna. Do no, they should the do Beatles. the one with Adrian Peterson where he hit his kid with a tree branch. <laughs> hey, at least he at least he admitted it. Okay. Uh, yeah. At least. Or was that just a rumor? No, he, he did like, actually. He, he, I just remember like wait. Forced to admit it. That's, that's... No, I'm just saying like back in the day when that came out, because you're like a kid, you just believe it. But then I say it, and I'm like, that sounds fake. Almost. <laughs> like, is that real? I didn't even think like <laughs> back then when that that would that happened. Like I, I didn't even think like that was possible. You could just hit a child with a stick. <laughs> yeah. Like wait, people hit their kids with sticks. Well, I mean, I hit my siblings with sticks. <laughs> well, like, what do you what do you mean parents could do that? <laughs> and I was like, what? Who knew? Who knew? No. Yeah. That's interesting. Is he still playing in the league? No, I think he's retired. Did he go on to play somewhere else? He did, but he sucked. Because he had that... Was it an injury? I don't know. Yeah, he had a knee issue, I thought. All I know and is that then... he was, like, super big. Like, he brought in a ton of points. No, he really yeah, hard. he was like... massive for a little bit. Then he just started sucking. He was, like... like See, that's what money does to you. Yeah. 
Because you join the league for, like, very little money, but you're just happy to be there. And then they sign you on, it's like $50 million, and you just give up. I, I, think, it, <laughs> I, I think it was an injury that, that kicked it, that, that made him, like, lose his... He couldn't practice, and then he was th- thrown in. Then he was bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm kind of glad that didn't go through. How would that even work? Like, there's so many players throughout the history of the NFL... And, like, how long movies take. I feel like they would have to be documentaries just produced by them. I don't know if you could do, like, narrative features on, like, dozens of the same player. I feel like the same stories would keep coming up. Like, I don't know how different a Ravens player would be compared to, like, a Bears player. <laughs> like, I don't know how different that can be. <laughs> Yo, gladiator will do one, one v one, <laughs> fight to the death. No, one v one football. They have to get to the end zone. <laughs> they have to hike it to themselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, I've got one. <laughs> he throws it, and then he has to run it again. Interception! Interception! Let's go! Oh, he's going for the pick six. He tripped. He oh. fumbled. Oh my oh God! My God. He bit it. He's going! He's going! He's gone! <laughs> he's in the 30, the 20, the, the 10! 10. Touchdown! <laughs> oh, there's a flag on the play. Oh, shit. <laughs> to go back to the middle. <laughs> to redo the whole thing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. Yeah, what's the big one? Are you talking about the one on the 29th, or was this a part of the layoffs? The layoffs. Okay, yeah, I'll get to the layoffs later then. Is there's a there's a lot, believe me. Well, you literally just vaguely texted me. Yeah, there were some layoffs. You should look it up. And I didn't even like think like I don't know what he's talking about, but I guess there's Sony layoffs. And then I saw it, and right because I snuck off to like the restroom when I got the text, and I literally just like stood there, <laughs> like I just looked at this fucking headline, and the first I. I, I literally screamed into my head. <laughs> I literally just, like, I saw it, and I just, like, <laughs> screamed into my hand. I was so fucking livid. But then you look into it further, and you're like, would it have been good? We'll get to it later. Yeah, all right. We'll um, just a side thing, Netflix is uh, expected to raise their subscription prices a year. Um, Again? Yeah. Let's go. It's going to be $30 <laughs> like a the, month now. It's like the fifth time. I swear to God. Yeah, the the top price now is like you get to share your password and like there's no ads and you can download and it's 4K and it's like 25 bucks a month. It's fucking ridiculous. No, <laughs> it's no. fucking ridiculous. I didn't know this was happening, but there's a Naked Gun reboot starring Liam Neeson. I watched the first Naked Gun a long time ago. With I, Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, with Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. It's coming out next year in July, which is already a stacked month. In ooh, yeah, there's two of them. And it's one a, I'm excited for, and one I'm like hoping that it's actually good, but we'll see. And it's uh, it's directed by Akiva Schaefer and produced by Seth MacFarlane. I don't know if that matters. Seth MacFarlane, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Seth MacFarlane, but the the. The, yeah, the, Aki- like, who's, who did? What did the director do? Yeah, I didn't look that up. I, I, I probably Akiva? like Akiva. Akiva. Oh my god, I spelled it wrong. 
Akiva. 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 Akiva Schaefer did pop star. Never stop. Okay, but I hear that's fucking goaded. Chips and Dale Rescue Rangers. That was not he horrible. Did Hot Rod. He did. I hear that's not the horrible. Watch. I hear and, that's pretty bad. Uh, the Lonely Island presents the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience. Oh, that's like a thirty-minute short or something. A concert yeah. movie, baby. Yeah, a concert movie. Okay. Yeah, it's the Lonely Island. And then yeah, mm-hmm. Untitled Naked Gun reboot. It's a it's a dead franchise that hasn't been relevant since the first one came out, and it's being released in a stacked month. With a director that does okay comedies. Yeah, yeah. I hear Hot Rod's pretty okay, and people like pop stars with yeah. Andy Samberg. But that's when he was at the height of his Lonely Island era. I have not seen him in much of anything since no i don't think he's done anything else since well no that's not true he did hotel transylvania like because that's totally relevant oh he did okay yeah uh but anywho anywho okay good news remedy acquired full rights to the control franchise they didn't have it beforehand yeah they didn't have it epic had it Hmm. because epic financed them because they're broke because what, was it 10 years ago 10 years ago uh, sam lake went on the sc- went on he, he posted a youtube video and he's like hey guys alan wake 2 is not happening we don't have enough money and so they made control they made well, no, they made quantum break oh, first they made quantum because break, that was with uh, <laughs> they made quantum break quantum break didn't make any money i thought it did did it not it financial does not financial but critical disaster Oh, and people didn't like it. People didn't, didn't like okay, it. No. Okay, okay, okay. People didn't like it. People I'm like sure Control, okay. though. And that did and make then, its yeah, money back. Control, Game of the Year nominee Control mm-hmm. from Epic Games, which made enough money for them to make Alan Wake 2. Which is outselling Which is control. outselling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now they have the rights to Control, thanks to Alan Wake 2. Well, They're having a huge success story. And well, witnessing... Outside of the lawsuit because of the R in their logo. Well, that was, yeah, yeah, that was fucking dumb. See, I hope that Max Payne is connected, and it yeah. just becomes a giant clusterfuck. Because it's like the third time you'll see Sam Lake's face <laughs> yeah. on a character. But then, then oh. Right, because there's Alex Casey, detective guy, then yeah. he plays an actor also in Alan Wake 2, right? So maybe it'd be funny if he also is the face of Max Payne. <laughs> And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? No, See, he's too goofy to be the face of Max Payne now. They'd bring back the guy from 2 and 3. I don't remember his name. Uh, not the voice actor, right? He passed. But Yeah, the, the voice actor. The face guy, yeah. Hmm. I don't like the face of Max Payne 3. He just kind of looks like a GTA knockoff guy. Go oh, figure. It's Rockstar. Yeah, <laughs> Go fair. figure. It's yeah, Rockstar. Rockstar was the main one who made 3. And they haven't done anything since, and they probably won't. So you might as well just buy the license off of them. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Make Max Payne 4 a prequel. <sighs> Whoa. A prequel but story. no. See, all I know is that I didn't notice this, but Sean Ashmore is in yes. Alan Lake 2. Yes. He's he playing is. a guy named T- Tim E. Breaker. <laughs> yeah. Time Breaker. Yeah. As a reference to Quantum Break. Because yep. they can't technically use it because of the Microsoft thing. 
but he is also technically the same character, just with the slightly different name. And the bad guy from Quantum Break is also technically the bad guy in Alan Wake 2. Scratch? No, not Scratch. Door. Not Mr. Door? Door? Yeah. He's played by Lance Riddick in Quantum Break. Oh, that's then, crazy. Yeah, they had to replace him for... That's actually too. nuts. No, I saw like an hour-long video of Alan Wake 2. So I know what happened. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I, like, I, yeah. I don't. I know who Scratch is. Yeah, Scratch is just thrown away, and then he's an American Nightmare, which I, I didn't play, but... Scratch. I hear it's fucking ass. I don't think yeah, you need to. That's fair. Uh, but I just like the idea because you remember that episode of SpongeBob with the the drawing? The doodle guy. Yeah, that's what doodle Alan Bob. Wake is. <laughs> it's Scratch and Alan Wake. No, because so uh, did you not finish Alan? Wake I didn't 2? finish Alan Wake too. I got to you know the entire story that <laughs> I do know the whole story. I got to. I didn't. I did got, you get to the Dark Ocean summoning concert? No, I got close to get that. I got okay. close to that because okay, okay, I'm okay, with. Okay. I stopped when Saga was starting to talk to them and going through the their. So thing. all I, they have a band, they like actually yeah. have a band and make music outside of. Yeah, it's called uh, Poets of the Fall. Yeah, is it yeah, Poets of the Fall. Yeah, that's their. Oh, the, 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 this is the alt ego band. Yeah, this is the alter. But no, so like Scratch leaves, so. Scratch is Alan Wake. Did you did you figure that out? In so he he is <laughs> Alan Wake because it's like a personification of like the darkness that he sees in himself, and it's sort of keeping him trapped there. And so he ends up freeing it, and it ends up going into Sam Lake's character, not the actor. Oh, that's why he's evil. Alex Casey. That's why he's like at goofy. in in his plot or that's why he's good and so then you have to like defeat scratch alex casey and the ending like doesn't end he doesn't yeah, get out dlc he doesn't get out there there's dlc <laughs> there's dlc and it's connecting to control and hideo kojima is in control i'm not joking is he actually <laughs> he's in control Yo. and people are theorizing that somehow hideo kojima is making a game that connects to the remedy verse i don't know where that comes from i don't know either but like yeah mr door was hinted in control yeah he was as a character in control i don't in know the, if you played in control. the alan wake dlc i haven't played it yet no. See, i didn't know it was alan wake dlc i just yeah. saw ah alan wake dlc or awe and then i See, see one guy that i follow is doing remedy verse reviews because he's new to it and i haven't played them so i just have been watching his videos and i'm like what the fuck there's a janitor from control yeah, he's in alan wake that's too. in alan wake yeah. too because yeah. he's on vacation <laughs> yeah and i'm like yo that's kind of lit honestly i know a little bit about the universe but i want to experience it through the games first that's right instead of me just butchering it <laughs> yeah but no gotta gotta get in the remedy verse i, I have the max pain games so maybe after persona 3 because i don't really plan on playing anything this year so far so that's fair besides persona 3 you'll get to rebirth eventually maybe possibly i hear it's good i know i hear it's good too but i'm just too busy playing yaku <laughs> i already know part of the story and it makes me even more confused and turns me off even more Whoa, you're surprised that a Final Fantasy game is confusing? What? That's crazy. 
not confusing. I just want a good story. <laughs> Final Fantasy. That's literally me, and then you complained. <laughs> About seven. Yeah. yeah. Seven was confusing though. I I literally <laughs> was like, I don't like the story, yeah, but I like the gameplay. No, so I like, played the whole no, thing. No, actually, looking back on it, the story is not good. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh wow, you fight the main villain in the first act of a trilogy, but then like you fight him like. It, it's like the final battle, but it's the end of the first act. Imagine introducing pivotal characters at the end of your story. Like, it's so incomplete. Because it literally is. <laughs> and there's those shadow things that are never explained. <laughs> Why is it 60 hours? <laughs> yep. Why is yep. it 60 hours? Yep. Anywho, anywho, we can keep going. Yeah, keep going. okay. Um, oh, I might... You know what? Okay. Okay. You know what? Fine. 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 Okay. What? Fine. This what? Fine is what? one of the things that this this is sort of a big one. Okay. So there's. But this... not the one that I'm talking yeah, about. Not, okay. not okay. the one okay. I'm talking about. Okay. You're aware of Gamergate, right? That whole situation. You're you're better off learning about Gamergate not on YouTube and finding some sort of journalist website that actually tells you things. Because if you look up Gamergate on YouTube, you will find very down cringe. the pipeline cringe videos you'll find cringe you'll find videos that'll that that are very uh push you down the alt right pipe oh yeah oh okay so is gamergate like a woke thing yeah it was a woke thing from way back it was about this lady called anita sir you probably heard of it anita sarkeesian or something and pretty much all she did was just talk about female representation in video games how long ago was this? That was a long time ago. Like 2013, 2010. Is this the person that was like on the React channel that mentioned how gaming no. is for the male fantasy? No. Or is that, that someone that, that different? That was someone else. Okay. She didn't talk about that stuff. She just talked about like representation, like reviewing representation pretty much. Oh, like, like reviewers? Or no, like she'd in... like review like how women are portrayed in games. Like, mm. you know, Peach. Like, oh, didn't she do... Is she the one with the system? The like s- for the female characters? Like, I forgot the name. But there's like a uh. system of like writing. And if like a woman character hits certain marks, it's a good written female character. Female character... But, like, if it didn't hit, like, the certain checklist, it was considered, like, a bad female character. Maybe I'm, like, tripping balls, so that's, like, a movie thing. But, like, I don't, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I kind of. I don't know how to... It's like a, it's like a female... system. She created, she founded Female Frequency. So, an organization. Here, I might have to look it up. You can keep going on your story, because I'm kind of confused. <laughs> yeah, just just look her up. But anyways, yeah. People were... Because she also helped, like, consult on games like Naughty Dog with, like, The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part Two, for how women are portrayed and if they're portraying her right. Them right, sorry. That was a whole thing, and then there was also some journalist stuff that I don't really want to get... But there, it's happening again. Gamergate? Gamergate 2, baby. <laughs> the sequel. Um, so over the past like month or two, 
People have been starting to point out this company called Sweet Baby Inc. They were Sweet, Sweet Baby, Baby Inc. Inc. Yeah, Sweet Baby Hello? Inc. All they do, right? People are saying that they ruin games, right? That what they, do they do? They ruin games. What okay? are they? All they all they focus on is narrative representation. They consult. Visit their website for two seconds. They look over the writing and they see. So if, like script consultants good? or yeah, whatever. Yeah, script okay. consultants. So okay. it's like not. They don't have any development at okay. all. They just like consult over okay. all that stuff. And oops. And we're going to look at a list of their games from the Steam Inc. detected people you can follow on Steam that are like, don't buy this game. Sweet Baby is de- on it, right? They, they helped make the game. Uh, it's just a bunch of indies. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Gotham Knights, South of Midnight, which isn't even out yet, by the way. Is it out? South so, of Midnight? I'm literally I think it is out. It. Um, I could buy Volcano High. Sable and Suicide Squad are some on Steam, but they've been around since 2018, so I think they worked on uh, God of War Ragnarok. Oh, they did? Yeah. Nice. They helped with God... The so they, they help they, with the female just, characters? Yeah, or is this diverse, just... like, in general. Like, oh, just okay. in general. Okay. And right. people are like, look at this, guys. They ruined this game. People started seeing it with Suicide Squad, because Suicide Squad is woke, right? Because, like, why? Why? Because why there's... It? Because they kill Batman? Yeah, that's why it's woke. What? They kill <laughs> also Batman. kill Superman. Because it has Wonder Woman as the main character, and that's woke. Women. Women that's are woke. woke. Women's woke. existence. <laughs> that's woke. woke. Yeah. It's not Gamergate 2, but I, I just have a feeling it's just going to turn more people down that pipeline. More? Yeah, because yeah. we need more of the... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that pipeline all they do is consult and people are just like they are literally single-handedly ruin the gaming industry by doing what gotham ruining gotham knight's story yeah because that <laughs> look that might have been a issue i haven't even played it yet but i feel i thought people didn't like the gameplay because it was like choppy yeah, yeah, or i thought they didn't yeah. like the art direction because it was yeah. bland yeah i thought there were other things <laughs> they didn't like about that game no instead yeah. of just there was one woman with one playable woman and four playable protagonists. Yeah. That means it's woke. And there's, like, people on Twitter that are saying they only make flops. And, you know, like, obviously Spider-Man 2 and God of War were absolute flops. Yeah, <laughs> man. Right? They didn't make <laughs> Some any Some of the money. biggest flops that they're, we've ever seen. They are woke. They went woke and nobody bought their games. <laughs> I don't know if this was this week or last week, but did you see that Spider-Man 2 is, like quickly becoming the highest selling like yeah, i did hear exclusive that. playstation yeah. game yeah i did hear about that yeah i'm kind of disheartened because i'd rather it be something else but... like good <laughs> yeah you know what whatever did you see the skins that they're adding for that fundraiser i uh, there's a fundraiser all i know yeah, is that they the, that the... they're finally finally adding uh new game plus yeah eventually <laughs> well the, i thought it was already out, but whatever. the 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 new outfits are a uh, fundraiser that you know but eventually the outfits come free after the fundraiser closes. But they're awful. They're atrocious. Are they Insomniac designs or are they fan designs? They're Insomniac designs. Okay. <laughs> then why even do the fundraiser if it's going to become free? That seems weird. Well, you know, so... So you feel like you're... You feel good about yourself purchasing the shitty skins. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, at least come with up, up with a good skin for a fundraiser. <laughs> or, I don't know, just bring back some of the iconic skins that you don't have yet 
Or just make... Like, there is ones from Spider-Man 1 and Miles that you could have very easily brought back. No, they have have to have the Killmonger cut. No, that's what the new suit does. It has the Killmonger cut on the top again. It has Again. his hair sticking out for miles. Yeah. Because, <laughs> right, that, that's how you know he's black, guys. That's the only Ooh. haircut that exists. It's like an RPG. It's like playing a JRPG. Is it better than an afro, though? Would it be worse if it was an afro? Like, how, how racist does it get? I think... <laughs> that's fair. That's actually fair. It wouldn't be dread. I think dreads have evolved to the point where anyone has dreads now. I like like dreads can mean lots of things because dreads are like gross sometimes like it like it's just clumps of hair that it's like a rat's nest it's awful Elden Ring is getting a book what (laughs) Elden Ring is getting a book yeah that's gonna make no sense (laughs) yeah it, it has a book but it's not about the game it's about the people playing it that sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds so deep please, horrible. I hope they didn't record me while I was fighting. Like I don't know. Uh, Were you saying some things weren't supposed to be? <laughs> while I'm fighting Elden Beast and I and I say shit ass bitch fuck me. <laughs> shit <laughs> ass. They take bitch. it out of context and they think I want to bang the funniest final boss quotes. The There's just like a collage <laughs> at the end. <laughs> just a shit bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh no they got me or I'm you know like saying mommy Melton uh, mommy mommy Melina no not Melania yeah Millennium you know the the iconic hard boss lady she's eight feet tall she's eight feet tall eight feet tall see I know people that are seven feet tall so a foot on top of that's like crazy she's eight are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. Uh, Rockstar is uh, starting crunch. What? They're starting they're, crunch on yeah, what? GTA Six because it's finishing. They're they're asking their their people to return to office five days a week starting April for security and productive productivity reasons. Like five days a week is the normal, but how much hours are we talking here? That's so <laughs> true. How many hours are we talking? We're talking, Jeremy. We're gonna have to ask you to stay for another like. You know, so you know the nine to five, right? Can you get here at eight? Oh yeah, sure. And can you stay till ten? <laughs> um, <laughs> what? What? Um, <laughs> no, I can't do that. I'm supposed to be watching Dune Part Two. Oh, we're not asking. We're ordering you to. <laughs> yeah, or you, you, you can be or fired. you will be fired. You, you will be on that chopping block next at the end of the year. You will be laid off at the end of the year. Even if you do decide okay. to stay for Crunch, we may just lay you off anyway. You know, the CEO's been looking at this really nice yacht lately. (laughs) He's willing to... Look, he really wants a mansion in Malibu. All right? He's got one in Tampa, you know, with his Republican friends. But he just... Yeah. This is a really nice marble mansion in Malibu that he really wants. So we're going to lay you. (laughs) We're going to lay you. You know, it's also next to the block, the the BlackRock investors, you know, to get that BlackRock dirty money, you know? (laughs) You know that uh, that blood diamond money, the, you know, yeah, like blood diamond money from <laughs> Elon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he know. really wants. 
Yeah, he, he really, really wants, wants that. And, you know, it's right next to Tucker Carlson. Like, Oh, man, he's up. a big fan. <laughs> I don't think Tucker Carlson's in Malibu. <laughs> no. no. Fuck that. He probably gets paid $5 an hour. Oh, my God. It's, just, what is minimum wage in California? Is it like different? Six bucks. <laughs> living wage at all. Uh, the bad guy of Deadpool 3 has been revealed. It is uh, it is Xavier's twin sister. I don't care. I really don't. There's a t- she has, yeah, he has a twin care. sister. Yeah. So she's old as fuck. Is it like Helen Mirren or something? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. I literally don't want to see it, but I showed my mom the trailer and she liked it. So now I'm worried I have to go watch it with her. It's okay. You can fall asleep. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Um, so, uh, the developer of Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Knights of the Old Republic remake, but I don't know what, Saber Interactive will reportedly leave Embracer Group in a $500 million deal and become privately owned. <laughs> so now it's, de- it's in development again. Yeah. That $500 million is going to go pretty quick. Where, where did it? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna go. They get that. I mean, they have to pay for the CEO's yacht. You know? Yeah, they have to pay for the CEO's yacht. Okay, Square Enix, we're gonna have to cancel that Tomb Raider game and fire ninety percent of your workforce. <laughs> we're keeping the cheap guys, though. We are keeping the license, Square Enix, but you will lose a shit ton. <laughs> we're keeping we, the license because we see the value in this investment. Yeah, Square Enix America got fucking neutered, yeah. dude. That's crazy. It's. It's Crystal not Dynamics, Dynamics. Yeah, yeah. Idos Montreal, we salute you, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you really tried. You actually, really tried. I hope that writer for in Idos left. The Guardians person yeah. or the different? Oh wait, yeah, she's working on she's working at Bioware now. I forgot. The oh, Guardians that's fucking Potters, dude. Yeah. I desperately want a Guardians too, but that didn't yeah. sell well. And but it's a cult hit at least. It is, you, you and can, it's so good. Being a cult fan is a lot better than being a fan of a mega hit. I, I'm not gonna. Guys, guys, I like GTA. Like, I love Spider Man too. It's my favorite game. But the glazing is crazy for Insomnia. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Insomniac can. Insomniac never misses. It hasn't played any Insomniac game outside of Spider Man. That's actually so. <laughs> Uh, did you see it? Trump's sneakers? What? Yeah, Trump is no. releasing sneakers to win over black voters. I'm not joking. Oh. I'm not joking. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. Did you not see? No! I figured this out through the Vought. The, the shitty Vought Twitter. Okay. Their Homelander shoes. I'm like, what the fuck okay, is I this? Okay, I did see those. It, it's a... Trump is releasing sneakers to win over black voters. How how dumb do you have to be to not <laughs> Let's go. I'm voting. For... <laughs> I'm going to vote for Trump because I bought his sneakers? What does that do? I don't even know what they fucking look like. Just... They probably look like shit. Yeah. The material's, like, bad because it's, like, Chinese slavery. Yeah. <laughs> and they're utilizing... Also, more layoff news. No, not not really. But a couple weeks ago, Toys for Bob lost everyone. <laughs> oh, I thought we already talked about y- that. Yeah, we did. But now they are going independent as well. They're splitting from Microsoft. Oh, as so damn it! No crash, no Spyro. That's well. Here, here's the here's the other thing. Yeah, they're they plan on developing new stories, new characters, and new gameplay experiences. That's what they said in their 
That sounds their, like a very blog. generic. Line, yeah, it's, it's a very generic thing, but they're going to work on new stuff. But I wonder how they convinced Microsoft to leave. Because they're making a deal with Microsoft still. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it's like when Bungie split from Microsoft, where it's like, okay, but you have to do this first. And it's you like, can you keep have to... the license. It's like, yeah, we know we can keep the license, idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it would be like, oh, you have to make like three games before like you like lose exclusivity to us or something. Like that's extreme for now, but like back yeah. then, that's what yeah, yeah. they did with. Three well, that's because you could churn out a game like once yeah. every two yeah, years. That's true. Or even, like, once a year. Because, like, you know, ODST and, like, Reach were, like, back to I, I think it was a year cycle. It was, like, a five... Oh, you have you have to develop Halo 3, and then you have five years after that until you can officially leave us. What if they just did nothing? <laughs> um, I think they have to. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, you're being paid. But, yeah. like... Well, I think Halo 3 ODST started out as just a small DLC for Halo 3. And then, like, let's make an entire game out of this. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah, for yeah. Toys for Bob, honestly. Good on them. Good on them. That they're good on them. Partnership. All right, I think... Oh, yeah, first look at Tron Ares. That's it. That's it. Did Jared you see that? Did you see that? It looks all right. Jared I'm not a big fan of the suit. <laughs> it looks too over-designed. I just like the slim Disney moment. I just like the slim look of like the original and the legacy. Tron legacy. Um, <laughs> uh, Kevin Feige and Sony are reportedly negotiating for a middle ground that would let Spider-Man Four feature both a street-level story and a multiverse story. <laughs> That's still How a the... multiverse story. How That's does... still a multiverse story. How does it even work? That's still a multiverse. How does it even story. work? That's... It's gonna be street level, but also we're gonna have a giant fucking like multiverse. That's still thing. a multiverse story. That's still a multiverse. Story. I can't even. I can't. <laughs> that is even. not street level. That's still multiverse. Uh, Deadpool and Wolverine is uh, never mind. <laughs> that is from an unreliable source. I'm not gonna do that. Wait, what? Oh. There's Daniel RPK. I he's always popping up on my timeline, but like none of the things he says ever comes true. Besides his oh trailer drops here. He just says that they're going to do reshoots in May ahead of its July release. That's which really sounds cool. about right. That's really close. That's just a really That's good really guess. Close. And it makes... Yeah. Okay. We're back. More technical yeah. issues, baby. <sighs> so dumb. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 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 There's the fake AI-generated image of Superman that's floating around. Don't believe it. They I, revealed I the... literally never saw it. All I saw yeah, was that's the... good. That's good. Yeah. I saw it, and I'm like, that's that's looking a little uncanny, but... Yeah, they revealed the new logo. It's just called Superman. It's just called Superman now. It's Kingdom Come, but it's the yellow suit. And then you have the Snyder fans making fun of it and being like, oh, now all of a sudden they like no color. And, you know, there's no color grading in the film yet. The film's not out yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they they prefer basketball textures over disgusting alien... Weird... See, I I prefer suit made by mother. My my, my, my I prefer that, not not alien, alien. You suit. were born with a suit in your backpack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a here's a magically a super here's a suit for you with a cape and everything. Like, how would they know um, that he would just become a superhero though? Don't. What if it was destroyed? Me. Don't when it crash landed. Don't ask right? me. Why does it have a cape? That's actually so true. Why is it blue instead of black? Everyone wore black on Krypton, but then there's just a blue Kal-El suit. with blue. 
That's actually silver. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> there is one thing, though. I will agree on the coloring, though. I hope there is, like, more color grading, because the red, I don't know if you noticed it, it's very uh, Brandon Ruth suit, and I don't really like the, the red on the Brandon Ruth suit. But it's, like, dark red <sighs> instead of bright I don't red. Know. I don't know. But... I, Brandon I, Ruth like CW or Brandon Ruth like Superman Returns. Superman Returns. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, uh, James Gunn says he has a video on his phone of uh, of David uh, running around in the snow in his underwear. Just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> real. <laughs> just throwing that out there. He said so. That's the real Superman. That's the real <laughs> Superman weenie. <laughs> Want to see his gigantic penis <laughs> bulging? Anywho, oh. is that it? At least outside yeah. of the other thing. Yeah, outside okay. of the. All right. So I have like a f- couple of quick things. So Denis been going on a press tour. Yes. He revealed a couple of things yeah. about the future of Dune. He yeah. has the script almost done for Messiah, but it's not his next movie. Because he's also doing Cleopatra still. Yeah. That's been like a fucking decade. He's doing Rendezvous with Ra- Rama. It's another sci-fi movie. There's a secret project that he's trying to do as well that he kind of wants to do next. Um, but yeah, dude, it makes sense that they're going to pause with Dune Messiah because in the book it takes like 12 years later. So him doing a movie or two in between... So they can age to get to like a time jump. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the box office came in. It domestically made almost as much as Oppenheimer. Yeah, which is pretty good. Which <laughs> is pretty good. It's only going to climb from there too. Uh, worldwide, I think it's only at like one eighty, but like it's double the amount. Of the first one in the first weekend. Because I think it's been streaming long enough yeah. on like Netflix and Max and you can rent it or whatever that I think enough people are like, oh shit, this will be gas. This <laughs> shit's gonna be gas. That and the insanely high reviews and word of mouth for it. It's been bringing a lot of people in. So yeah, I'm yeah. hoping for the yeah. best because I I'm... saw the movie and it was definitely <sighs> great. I've, I've, I'm kind of scared, not gonna lie. Not that the movie's gonna be bad or anything I'm oh you're of, just worried about the hype no I, i'm worried about the future how do you mean because i have this feeling that it's gonna it's gonna start this brain rot how do you mean start a brain yeah, rot? like right because there's not you, brain you, rot no, already you know like N- nolan right he said this is the empire right you know and people are comparing it to the dark knight that's what i'm thinking of the Dark Knight. Oh, like how, in the future, it's how, like how brain rot the fans of the Dark Knight are. Well, that's actually like a good movie. It, it is. But have you have you listened to a Dark Knight enjoyer? <laughs> Not an enjoyer, but like, like a oh, like diehard a fan or a Nolan stan. Like it has me also Ooh. worried that Denis will become a just have a Nolan like fan base. He already does. That's, that's it's fair. not as that's fair. Allowed. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not as loud yet. Yeah. But, like, I'm a Nolan fan. But, and I'm also a Denis fan. Because, like, I don't think he's had a miss. Which is, like, crazy for a director. The closest thing is Dune 1 <laughs> for me. But, like, he's, he's a pretty good pretty good filmmaker. 
you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain at all. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just worried that it's gonna be one of those movies that people always have on their like top ten, and but they can't, I, they can't name why they like it. They just oh, like, well, I can't. Or like, they're like <laughs> I it's can't. such a good movie, but like, every, oh, like in like ten says, years, so. you mean? Yeah. Or yeah, like, like, okay, because I'm, I'm. Talking. It should have won Best Picture. <laughs> Yeah, like it. Ten years down the line, it has the most annoying ass fandom ever. That's actually so funny. Like Star Wars, like Star Wars. Oh, and Batman too has annoying oh. ass fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan base too. No, I I sincerely hope that. I don't know. We'll see. We we won't know because it's been like one weekend yeah. <laughs> that yeah. it's been out. I want to believe that the people watching it are smart enough to no. understand that it's different. But then I've seen takes on Twitter where like, wait, it, the the music makes me feel like what Paul's doing is bad, and I'm like, what? That's crazy. It's as if wait, it what? is. Yeah, or because they're like they're they're shocked that he may be the protagonist, but he's also the bad guy, and they're like, what? Like they're shitting themselves. Oh yeah, that yeah. could be a thing where people are just like, oh my gosh, I didn't see it coming, but like well they they never read dune yeah so like that's fair but oh no i don't want paul atreides to pop in in people's like favorite characters of all time that's gonna be annoying too he's gonna be the new arthur morgan yo (laughs) i love arthur morgan guys well because i know i've just seen takes on twitter where it's like you know what he's doing makes sense but the music and the vibe makes me think that this isn't a good thing and it's like maybe that's because it's cluing you in that it's not a good thing. Well, I, starting a holy war to annihilate uh, the universe. I don't I've, know. <laughs> I've seen people say that they don't like the fact that the the guy who's in charge of the minorities is a white guy, as if it's not to criticize. That. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't watch it. That must. Yeah. <laughs> that must be as if it's. Yeah. Maybe well, we only have eight hours. You lie. We only have eight and a half hours. Oh, maybe I <laughs> saved it on the wrong disc. Okay, yeah. It's Anywho, fine. but um, no, my we'll we'll get to it in a review. But my sister didn't read the book, and she liked the first movie, so she did not know that Paul was going to become a megalomaniac that's, you know, going to murder billions. <laughs> he, he, she didn't know that, so we watched the movie and we get out. She's like, "That was really good." I'm like, "What'd you think?" Of, like, Paul or whatever. And she's like, I don't know how to feel. And I'm like, I think he's the bad guy. And she's like, yeah, that was kind of the vibe I was getting. I'm like, that's no. the point. <laughs> that's the point. Um, But no. She will watch Messiah when that eventually comes out. So, I have a Dune buddy now. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna show my dad the first one on Mon- tomorrow. And then, eventually, later on in the week, we're going to watch Dune Part 2. So, because you know, I was gonna watch it yesterday, but then like Friday, and I even bought tickets yesterday, but then I refunded them. Like, because I, because then it was while I was texting over Discord, I texted you, you know, maybe I'll watch it with someone because everyone's saying it's like a generational event, like this is like Endgame and like. This generation, Return of the King, Return of the King, Return of the King. Like that was that was like, I guess that was like our parents. I guess mm. more like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It wasn't really Empire. It was more of, yeah, Return, Return of the, the King, King, you know? So they're like, so, well, ch- <laughs> you know. No, see, I mentioned, like, jokingly, best picture incoming, baby. And you're like, wouldn't it be Messiah? And I'm yeah, like, well, yeah. he's going to take forever doing Messiah. Yeah. So it would have to be this one. When, yeah, I, I thought it would have been Messiah. But, like, yeah, you know, for, yeah, probably not. It would have to be this one. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, that's what I thought at first when... Uh, See, if he, like, made it, like, right now yeah, for, like, a 2026, yeah. early 2027 release, then maybe we could wait on, like, the quote-unquote Oscar Best Picture race or whatever. But because he's doing other shit first, like, the actors are getting booked up or whatever, it's gonna take a while. So, it, it would have to be this one. And it'd be almost like an Avatar 2 thing when Messiah comes around, as opposed to a Return of the King sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's two different situations. But so. no, but it's ending it's ending that part of the story instead of continuing on into six more movies. Or does Messiah continue into Oh yeah, probably does. <laughs> continue to like eight more books. So that probably haven't even ended yet. So okay. Dune uh I'm I did a ton of research, and then I ended up making a sketch on a sketch on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, I, I, it showed up on my break a couple days ago, but I, I forgot to. It was a long it, one. So. I it was fourteen minutes just off the cuff, and I edited it down to like nine, but it's pretty long. But the idea is like, it's an exaggeration of me looking into the lore of Dune after seeing the movie, and just the absolute nonsense that it derails into because like i know it has a ton of prequels or whatever like i like i exaggerate that part but the actual plot of the main six i didn't know so doing research i was like wait that happens and then it just keeps going and i'm like wait that happens and then genuine audible like what the fuck (laughs) like several times like it there's no aliens in dune until later like it does become more sci-fi e i'm gonna spoil the third book the son of paul his name is leto the second he realizes to save humanity he has to oppress it to make them to want freedom so to do that he merges with a sandworm it becomes a sandworm god that takes over the universe i thought that was paul that did that no it's his son oh (laughs) and then the fourth one is like a four thousand year time jump where he's oppressed humanity and then the rest of the series is like the effects of his like efforts and stuff how the fuck is he gonna make that into a movie? <laughs> uh, well, he's stopping at Messiah, which is totally well. Fair. Like, how is he gonna make even Messiah? Like, Messiah does I... introduce aliens, though. Yeah. Because like, there's aliens that can like read people's minds and introduces cloning. Because Jason Momoa's character is a main character throughout the entirety of the six books, despite the fact that he's fucking dead in the first one because he gets cloned, like thousands of times. <laughs> Like, All right. like he is a main character 
Okay. Like, I knew about the worm god, because I've, I've seen pictures online. And you were like, what? <laughs> but I didn't know. I thought I, I thought I assumed it was, like, Paul. Because he's, like, a... Like a... Oh, a dictator yeah, and stuff? Dictator. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I, I thought he would be the one to turn into the worm no. god. No. But no, it's, no. It's his son. It's his son. It's sick. No. All I know is that also the fifth one introduces aliens that use sex. They're sex aliens. That well, are going to take over the universe. Didn't, didn't the author use drugs while writing this universe? Uh, he probably I, did. I, <laughs> yeah. I thought I heard he was a big fan of... Uh, well, he started in the 60s, so, yeah. you know, that makes sense. <laughs> He's a... Yeah. Yeah, 60s through 80s is a big drug-using era, so I'm not too surprised. And it was very... No, I'm not going to spoil how, like, the sixth one ends, but if you watch... 2001 the, A Space Odyssey. Uh, no. no. It doesn't have an ending, oh. technically, kind of. Sort of. He wrote notes for more, oh, yeah. and then he died, so he didn't get to finish it. So other people finished it. His son did. Yeah. yeah okay. So it's like Tolkien. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. But anywho, that's like that's the worry because like it gets so fucking like nonsensical that like people loving like this one, I feel like it would have to be this one that would that people would recognize. Cause soon it gets into like aliens and worm gods and shit. Like, I don't think I can handle like what that reaction is gonna be. Because my reaction was like, what the fuck. Oh. So my if my dad watched that, he'd be like, what the fuck. Although didn't, he wouldn't didn't, like didn't, it. Didn't he tackling worm gods? All right. Well, he's not gonna do Children of Dune. He's done at Messiah. That's yeah, what. Yeah, Masan. Messiah. But still aliens. Oh, that's still kind of yeah, wild baby. Ready for the big one? Okay. No, I have two more quick. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the awards roundup. It's very quick. Uh, Sound mixing guild happened, went to Oppenheimer. And then the the, the adapted screenplay guild, the USC scripter, gave it to American Fiction, which means that everywhere it's been nominated, it's won. So it's winning the Oscar over Barbie. But now we can go to the other one. (laughs) Now we can go to the other one. So over the course of three months... 9,000 game developers have been laid off this year. 9,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one is quick. I think it was like 800 people were fired from EA just a couple days ago. Oh, are we not talking about Sony or just layoffs in general? Uh, layoffs in general here. Okay. And then we'll get to we'll get to Sony. But oh, okay. 80, eight, like I think it was 800 people from EA. Um, Respawn, uh, they canceled their first-person Star Wars game. The Mandalorian The Mandalorian one. one. Um, we're still waiting for if they canceled the RTS game yet, but they're focusing on Jedi. And, Which is what they kind of yeah. should have been doing to begin with, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Respawn stretched then is not a good thing. No, because yeah. they're also doing fucking Apex and shit. Like, they got well, a Apex lot on their plate. Apex is slowly dying. That so. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they hinted towards Titanfall. I swear, I swear, it's coming out. They're focusing on the cope is crazy. IPs. The cope is crazy. They said it. The cope is crazy. But then the Sony ones happened, and like this was Monday or Tuesday, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, early yeah. in the yeah. week. early in the yeah. week. Yeah, it was wild. They was it not? I think they let go nine hundred employees in their UK division, and their UK division was shut down. 
bunch of games were can't no i don't even know one game was canceled in particular that we'll get to that's the that, last that, piece of that, information that we're we'll, getting to we'll that's get, the last that one we'll get that's to, the last this one. is like the one time that yeah I like insomniac like, like on their 30th anniversary instead of having like a celebratory like tweet or whatever they're like yeah we kind of laid off like 100 plus people yeah. <laughs> like, like holy shit there's a picture from four days four days prior of a bunch of employees with jim they're, they're saying goodbye to jim ryan right it's a picture of them with jim ryan and like four days later all of them are just gone they're they're just like they just come into work one day and they're just like sorry we're you're all laid off i know discord had some layoffs recently discord too. had layoffs too yes yeah. a lot of yeah this whole industry is like like collapsing as we I, it's it's not it's not collapsing because this is just like so layoffs happened before but it wasn't to this extreme because they went through a mass hiring spree during the pandemic but yeah. a lot of people thought that, you know, after the pandemic ended two years ago, I don't remember. The pandemic Three, technically a, a year ago. is like yeah. the, 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 like, the state of emergency is gone for like a year and a half, but it's still around. Yeah. Like it's still a thing. Yeah. When it, when it like ended, there was still a lot of massive layoffs and people just sort of shrugged it off like, oh, it's because they wanted a massive hiring spree. That's why. But it's still going on. They're, they're still firing a crap ton of people because they went on that mass hiring spree because tech is wasn't such high demand. They, they had to churn out those games, you know, because everyone was at home playing video games. Yeah, but now stuff's going back to normal, yeah. kind of. But, and... they, you know, it's always been a part of... It still has been always a part of the normal routine of fire people, get new people. I started watching an hour-long video explaining it from a lawyer because I still don't really understand why it happens so sure. I'll, I'll get back to it when it when when i actually watch through that and i've video. done my research <laughs> i've done my research because yeah i don't think the industry is collapsing because they make i it, it's well, the, reported I, that they make four times the movie industry yeah so, but they spend yeah, like they do way spend more yeah right because like, the movie industry like because it's not just movies it's tv and tv usually unless you're like hbo or disney is pretty cheap to make yeah right yeah or netflix i guess but like movies have been inflating budgets but that's because it's like the blockbusters but other movies have been making money on cheaper budgets a la like iron claw and the whale and stuff like they they can make money on lower budgets so do you remember when I don't know if you remember when Halo Infinite was coming out, and it was reported that the budget was five hundred million, and that the was the most insane. expensive video game of all time. And now, like five hundred million, is just like normal. Yeah, because like what Spider Man's three hundred. Yeah. Like yeah. GTA Six, if it's not a billion, I'm gonna be surprised. Like that's like a billion dollar video game. Yeah. Yeah. Like considering, yeah. just like better goddamn feel like it's. Worth billion dollar dollars. video game yeah holy shit um but no, like games that like this has been like a concern for like a while like there was a like a the, there was a video that i showed you it was like top five things that game awards 2021 will reveal and it was like a bunch of jokes and then number four was the collapse of the video game 
industry. And it talked about how, like, budgets had been inflating and they just sort of ended up sort of like the economy, but like the video game economy. Like, most of the major, like, productions, they can't keep sustaining the live service and the AAA budgets. But instead of, like, cutting the budgets because of, like, the technology to use the cool shit's expensive, so you can't cut the technology. So, like, they cut the people, but then there's no one working on it. It's sort of like a cycle, and it just ends up collapsing the industry. But, like, the joke went on to be, like, video games died forever, and that's not going to happen. But, like, the idea... If anything, would be, like, E.T. E.T.? Yeah, when E.T., the E.T. game dropped, the video game market crashed, it might just be another market crash. Because, like, the idea... Because, like, there's so many more avenues now. Because it's not just, like, Japan and America. Now there's, like, European, Korean, Chinese... France and Poland are very big, yeah. You know, like, there's plenty of markets making stuff now... It's just, like, America, big budget American games in particular, would be the thing collapsing. I don't think Japanese games are increasing in, like, budget or whatever. No, they're just increasing in popularity. Yeah. And, like, like Chinese video games are, like, dirt cheap to me. <laughs> and they make a shit ton of money. They make a fuck ton of money. Like, it's really only, like... The major, it's like the Microsofts and Sony's and EAs or whatever. Like it's that small bubble that's bursting. It's the big ones. Yeah. It's the big yeah. ones because like indie is still going crazy strong, like everywhere around the world. Like when I say like it's collapsing, it's like that bubble is. But it's like you're blowing a ton of bubbles, you know, and like there's like the big one that you, like the kid pops. Like that's what I'm talking. But there's still, like, the tiny bubble. That's, like, the indie. You got the medium bubble. That's, like, the, the Japanese games, you know? Like you, yeah, maybe they just got so used to just firing people so the CEOs get a little bit more money that it's just causing the economy to just crash for the gaming market. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're, like, having a dilemma. But I oh, always actually, thought... Actually, what if GTA 6 costs $100 and people eat that shit up? You know they will. <laughs> they could. You know they fucking Because, like, the online's gonna be fucking nuts. I don't know. They fucked up Red Dead 2s. Well, that's because there's nothing to do in it. There's nothing there's to do There's plenty to do. It's just they fucked it over because they added gold. Like, Well, they added the currency right yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You have well, to people already know people. about the shark cards and stuff. Like, they're gonna expect that going in. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, I played GTA Online, and I didn't like it. I, I just didn't. That's fair. It was so It's boring. not for everyone. <laughs> you, how, how do you find it fun? I did. Just, I, did. I just never played it. Just, <laughs> someone explain it to me. Like, you just run I'd, around I found base GTA Five boring. That's why I never played it outside of the first that's, session. That's fair. Bully superior. <laughs> <laughs> Bully Red Dead 1 fan. Superior in every way. But, no. I do think... Uh, it's just... These layoffs... Right? Because it's also, like, a market that, like, people know it's growing, so there's more people going into it. But, like, it's sort of like housing. There's not enough houses. There's not enough, like, places hiring. There's just too many people. So now, like, it's, like, flooded. And so now, like, 
the talent's going to stop trying or they're going to go into different areas that when they eventually start hiring again, or there's more houses in this metaphor, they're not going to be going into them. If that makes any sense. Because they don't want to fear losing their house. Or something. Or something. This metaphor got a little messy. They they fear No, but the idea is, like, there's so many people going into the market of, like, programming and game development, but they know that, like, no one's, like, hiring. So they just end up doing their own thing or don't do it at all. So when they eventually start hiring people again, there might not be enough. Or they're just worried about the, the cycle continuing again. Especially because like people want to get paid fairly. There might be a union coming in, hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> we hope so. For, for, for development. No crunch. That'd be amazing. If that happened, that would like drastically change game development like forever. <laughs> for the better, by the way. No one should be working 12-hour days. That's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Like, yeah. You imagine, like, not only that, but a lot of these devs, like, are not in their... It's like it's like the crew for, for movies, like the mic guy, the camera guy. Like, oh, they're shit. in the industry not for the, the money, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're in there because they want to... They want to do something, especially game developers. They learn things to make video games. They're passionate. So they're like, you know what? I really like the Arkham games. I'm going to go work for Rocksteady. You know, they work on Justice League for like eight years. Mm-hmm. Turns out the game is mid. You know, it was a, they, they came into work for 12 days, for 12 hours a day. And, you know, they really tried to make it into a good game. But because of those overlords, you know, it's it, it ends up becoming coming out mid because of strict deadlines. The game can't be this, but it has to be this. And then the next day, they're fired. Yeah. That's, like, traumatic. <laughs> the like, next would day, you ever, fired. like, want wow. to, like, work in the industry or that part of the industry, like, again? Eight years. Because, like, imagine that's all you know is, like, programming. Right, you couldn't. You could. You probably can go to like Silicon Valley. Go to like the the Netflixes, the Googles, the Amazons, or whatever. Like you can go there, but like you're gonna get laid off. That's actually so true. Just literally everyone. Tech is tech is just yeah. The market and like for tech, it's way oversaturated right now. Yeah, it's so like like they they're trying to to thin the herd, but once it starts expanding again, there's not gonna be enough people. So then to make money, they're going to lay people <laughs> off so they can get more money so they can try to like save money to make the games. But then there's less people making them and then they're not going to go back into the industry and it just sort of folds in on itself. Or they do go back into the industry, but they go work for someone else. And then they get fired. <laughs> that is, okay. isn't under a big tech mega corporation. That's why indies like getting so big and so many people are looking for that. Because not only like quality, whatever, but like indie, it's easier to make stuff. If I like, even if it's, like, two guys, two guys making a video game in two years is faster than, well, I guess ambitions are also a thing. But, like, it, there's, like, 200 people making Suicide Squad, if not more. And that takes nine years or whatever. Like, two people making, like, Project Wingman in, like, a, a year and a half. <laughs> and they make a fuck ton of money from it. Like, in the... Success stories are becoming more frequent. 
games. I'm just Especially I'm because of Toby Fox. He actually changed the landscape for indies. And I will kill anyone who says he didn't. One man changed the industry. <laughs> absolutely did. Absolutely. Absolutely. That and the Celeste devs. Oh, yeah. Oh, my absolutely. God. Yeah. <laughs> it, if it were not for, like, them, the Firewatch inside people, like, the 20 Dude, even late, even, like, like O's to, like, mid to late 10s. Like, that decade of indie is, like, the reason why we have stuff like vampire survivors and lethal company like it's funny and even the terraria they do work under a corporation now but the terraria devs and notch who single-handedly made minecraft and he's a billionaire now he probably blew it off he probably blew yeah he's a racist piece of shit is he actually well he's swedish oh what do you expect (laughs) what do you expect (laughs) they are pretty yeah yeah, what do you expect that's fair um, but yeah. Fuck me. Now I have to get to the part that makes me want to kill myself. Yep. You can talk. You you introduce it. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, so, um, one of the games that was revealed to be cancelled was a new live service Twisted Metal game. They don't know who the devs were. I came to I thought we cl- did. No. Nobody knows who the devs were, but I came to the conclusion myself, the speculation that it was Fire Sprite, because I think they were hit the hardest with. With these were the EU people, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They okay. were they were hit pretty hard with layoffs, and they were bought out like four years ago or something like that, and yeah, never heard of. So is this devs. not the dev team that did Destruction All Stars? No, that game fucking bombed. Well, I know, but, like, they're still at Sony. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're doing. And and Fire Sprite was also rumored to be working on it anyways, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. They were, yeah, there was, like, I can't, because, like, you just said go to IGN. I'm like, okay. Like, I literally didn't see the, the article for the layoffs first. The first one I saw was the Twisted Metal one, because that was posted later, so that would mean it comes up first. on twitter so i just i saw it and i just screamed into my fucking hand like i i want to cry (laughs) i want to cry um so no i saw it and then so many conflicting feelings i ended up just like crying like not actually but funny enough right you break it down you you see Twisted Metal and you're like yes, and then you see live action like live service and you're like yeah, and like the, the the pause kicks in. Uh, live service Twisted Metal is like I don't know. It's not the absolute worst way to go about it for like a modern audience anyway. Yeah, because the. Like, I don't know. Because, like, the team... The people that want a Twisted Metal video game is a very select group of people, and that's not, like, a very big market. So a Twisted Metal live service, maybe, like, a double-A live service, sort of like the new Square Enix, like, foam bubble one. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like a double-A one instead of a triple-A one. Where they can, like, reintroduce... Like 
characters to modern audiences while also sort of having that gameplay. It's not the worst way to go about it, but considering just like what Twisted Metal like, I don't know, is, it's not like faithful, but also like, yeah, like you know, driving live service games, that's like the next step. Like, I'm guaranteed there's going to be a Forza game soon that's live service. I mean, Forza already is live service. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, well then there you go. <laughs> like, there it's you just go. they keep churning one out every year. Not Motorsport, but Horizon. No, they both are. Yeah, like, they both are. Just, just, you know, like the endless DLCs, the constant updates, the interactive world. There's all the yeah. people you can interact with and stuff. Like, I don't know. But months ago. I was on a on a twisted metal high, and I wrote a pitch for a twisted metal video game that I brought with me. I'm not gonna show you because my handwriting's fucking ass, <laughs> but I will I will describe it and talk about it. I don't know if you want to do that now, if you want to finish this headline or whatever. Yeah, we should finish the headline because I do also have things to say like i get that that i do like i get that it is missing the identity of um the the games because like when anyone even outside of you talks about uh twisted metal it's the characters and how grim dark their stories are and how wacky and goofy those characters are and you can't really capture that in like a free-to-play live service game but at the same time like, if Twisted Metal was made today, it wouldn't be attractive to anyone. No. <laughs> like, I, there, there's been plenty of Demolition yeah. Derby games since. Yeah. Right? It's the, it's the 90s nostalgia kicking in. It, 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 it is. It, it, it really is. Which is why I say, like, the live service isn't, like, a horrible way to, like, reintroduce it to people. You would kind of have to tame it. Yeah. Like, <sighs> Destiny is team-rated, yes? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I couldn't tell if it was if there's like blood and it's like M rated because of not that. really. But like it would almost have to be like an E ten plus team game in order to get like get as a as many people as possible, mm-hmm. but to sort of lighten the tone enough to attract people. Like when you think of like characters like Dollface and like how fucked up and twisted it is. They kind of would just make her Harley Quinn. Yeah. And, like, that's it. <laughs> right, so then you're like, oh, I like Dollface. She's, like, a little clown lady. And then, like, you play as her and whatever, and, like, that's it. Right? They would sort of soften it to attract more people, I guess. Which isn't, like, a... like a, uh, Twisted Metal's so niche now. Like... Yeah. T- uh, like, if you want to make it for the fans, that's not going to sell enough. So, like, the live service, like, reintroducing people, like, tw- like you have Sweet Tooth, the mascot, but then you get other people in for, like, the other characters. And skins. And, and skins. Oh, shit ton of skins and stuff. Yeah. 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 And, and I, you know, you never know. Maybe the game was actually turning out to be pretty promising, but PlayStation thought it wouldn't be profitable. Which is, like... But it could have. Because like this is the same studio that doesn't like games that are that aren't you know God of War ripoffs. So real, you know. <laughs> so real. Maybe they wanted a cinematic action game, and they realized, oh, this that would be crazy. Enough. Which honestly, 
Should I get into but, it then? Yeah, I can get into okay, it. Okay, so the pitch. Uh, this is like a very early like draft pitch, but the idea is inherently kind of live service. You have, I believe, you have twelve stages, and I think twelve characters. So you start off like sort of like the originals you only have like a small ragtag crew and the idea oh the game i i didn't know what to come up with the title i'm bad with titles twisted as you metal know. retribution no it's called twisted metal revved up oh. that <laughs> i didn't know what else remaster to, that, that would be that would be actually. a remaster name. but a collection remaster the uh i had a ton of modes added on as well so there isn't like a story story mode, like what you would think of like a cinematic action story mode. A lot of it is like sort of what the story modes like used to be. Like you do a tournament and then at the end you get a little snippet, sort of like Mortal Kombat or whatever. It's not like the yeah. story story, but uh, some of the modes. So like t you would expand it because you, you could only have two people in the originals so being able to have like 4v4s or like eight player free-for-all kind of like smash but like in vehicles is sort of like what you would strive for you can get like a couple buddies and do a free-for-all or whatever uh there's like custom matches you can change the rules there's i don't know how many items i didn't come up with specific items because like they, that could be literally fucking anything but uh, there's like items that you could like either like include or disqualify for like your certain match. It's it's literally like Smash. You want items? What what yeah, what I items do you want? Items. I you don't know. want items. I know. It has to be a one v one. It has to be skill. It has to be one v one. There has to be no boost. There has to be skill. Skill only. <laughs> skill skill only, guys. Quit being fucking crit. Quit playing the game. Ah. Yeah. Quit. Cut out important parts of the video game because i want to be better than you yeah, no, um how dare you how dare you i don't hate the racing idea from 2012 twisted metal but they didn't test it before the release of the game so it was literally almost in like they didn't do like testing for that mode like death racing so if you tested it like, if you actually were able to, you know, beat the game, <laughs> you know, like, I think that's not a horrible idea. Considering the powers that each of them would have, that just becomes, like, violent Mario Kart, yeah, <laughs> you know? No, it just becomes yeah. violent Mario Kart. I like a challenges-type mode, where it sort of, like, is almost like a tutorial, again, like Mortal Kombat, just sort of, each character has challenges, just help you sort of learn the yeah. gameplay, but also help learn that specific character like different things that you can pull off with it which is sort of similar to just practice mode but that's more like free roam do whatever you want as opposed to like learn this in this challenge learn this in that challenge i do like 1v1s i don't know if that's a separate mode or just like a thing you can do in a custom yeah. match but just the idea of like you can have up to eight or you can have however you want of like a 1v1 or you have other people. Um, yeah, classic like demolition derby mode. 
but there's like no items. This this is like the the demolition derby. This uh, is the this is the esports. Yeah, this is the esports mode basically. There's like an endless runner mode where it's sort of you are yourself. Subway servers. No, it's like like endless rounds. Oh. Sort of like like a like a zombies mode that just gets increasingly more difficult. Oh, okay, okay. That's sort of what I was thinking with this one. Um, yeah. So that's like the base game. There's like twelve characters, twelve stages some items and some modes and from there free updates free updates you i don't know if it'd be like i don't know why i set it up like this if you could you could have just had this all from the beginning the idea of like drip feeding certain things to keep the game going live servicey style but having it be free it's like you pay 40 bucks and then you get everything in every update. And also, this is like a $40 game, not a $70 game, because that it's not it's not built for it's not built for that. So, like a creative vehicle. I think they've had this before. Uh it's either in four or black. It's one of those two. But you were able to like create a custom vehicle and then you'd be able to just drive around in that. Like, every character could access the custom vehicles. I just kind of like that idea. You'd be you'd be given, like, hundreds of assets, and you can just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I get that, but... I don't know, like... Like, you think about it, it's like, it's like you know, obviously, like, Street Fighter. Maybe I could just... Yeah, it's like Street Fighter. You know, like... Street Fighter Six, you know, create your own character, but like at the same time, like you. Well, it's all stuff that's already in the game. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that could be part of the story mode or something. The story mode. You can play as John Doe and you build. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. I don't. Because then, how do you use it competitively then? Because then you can. Well, because I don't think you can like. Because I like change the abilities. That's a different thing from just like creating a vehicle. It's just like the me. Almost. But, like, a vehicle that you can make whatever you want. And the idea that it doesn't have to be just, like, a car. It could be a truck. It can be, like, yeah. a fucking semi. <laughs> it can be, like, whatever you want it to be. I almost threw in the idea that you can transform. But that's, like, a lot. A mech. Like, because that's what they did in the reboot. Like, you can go from car to mech. Or car to helicopter. <laughs> like, there's a lot you could have done. But I think how I had pitched a Twisted Metal sequel, like, maybe a couple months ago, just sort of, like, adding a grapple so you can add verticality, but otherwise it's basically just Twisted Metal, just to make it a little bit more simple. Uh, Adding bosses to the game is something that I think is kind of important. It's a classic thing in this series, is the bosses. There's PvE. <laughs> I didn't know that. In the in the runs, bosses would show up. So like, and you knew which boss it would be and like where it would show up because they only made like two. <laughs> they only made like two. But in like Twisted Metal Two, when you go to the Amazon and you beat everyone, a fucking mega tank spawns and you have to kill the mega tank called Minion that can like 
almost annihilate you instantly. <laughs> so you have to, like, cheese it. You have to, like, go in loops and have, like, trick the AI, get it confused and stuff. And you never beat it. No, I beat it. I beat the whole thing. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, I grinded that game. I grinded that like game. Like 17 times? It's, it was not good. <laughs> um, but sort of having, like, mostly just bosses from previous games. So... How I initially, like, went about this is, like, you start in the 1 and 2 era, and as you add updates and add, like, stuff, you go through the lineage of games. You'd think you start with new stuff and then go back in time to the... What new stuff? It's been over a decade. Well, like, no, like, create (laughs) new stuff for the $40, and then as updates go on, you do more nostalgia baits, so you can... Because, like... People aren't going to be nostalgic for Black. Well, they are, but not as nostalgic for 4, 3, and 2, and 1. Definitely not 4. People fucking hate that. <laughs> yeah, you, so, like, you know, start with, create new stuff, and then, you know, the first... Well, that's difficult, and I didn't want to yeah, do it. The <laughs> I first didn't do big that. update is Black, and you get those Black fans in. And then you get the black. We, yeah. Once when, <laughs> once, when they ease, once when they ease out of the game, they're like, oh, I'm getting burnt out. Then you do 4. No and one would do that update at all. Once when they're getting burnt out, then you do three. I think you'd have to go in reverse. No, because because you you'd still be like what? as a because game goes by on, the time you dies. get to one, there's nothing new in one that isn't in other games. So you have to start well, with one, and then have them anticipating the stuff from like no. something to look forward to that's yep. different you have to make them... from the beginning of the series because oh, like everyone in okay. one is in no. two so why would you do I get what you're like, why would you go backwards to one <laughs> yeah, if saying. everything's in two already right? I, I get what you're saying like you start with the first ones you get the people in and then you nostalgia bait them going down the list with the other games I see what you're saying I, I was just saying, like, if you're doing, like, nostalgia baiting, you'd want to save the one that people are the most nostalgic for last. Because then that's when the game is, like, at its dead. It's like Oh, and then dead. you bring in the and thing then you people bring in want. the thing Maybe. people want. And they're like, <gasps> yes, yes let's go. All come back, yeah. But I would but add... Since, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I would add a boss rush mode. This has never been a thing in this series. Like, being able to, like, go through a gauntlet of all the bosses. Just like, this should just be in every game. That should be in it. <laughs> like, like um, imagine going up against... There's a gauntlet mode in, in The Last of Us Part 2. And you go up against Abby. Like, three Abbeys at once. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that would be so brutal. Because, like, you have to keep your, like, resources. But, like, the AI is, like, dang. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the stage... Like, the series is weird with its stages because... Two... And three were, like, landmarks around the world, while, like, one, four, and onward are, like, areas. Like, highway or blimp, right? It's on a blimp? <laughs> like, you can fight in a blimp. Oh, yeah. That's not realistic at all. But, like, yeah, <laughs> like, so really having, like, world places is specifically, like, from two and three. And that's sort of, like, where we're starting first. Because that's how you're drawing people in. And then season three's time travel, so you can have them fight, like... I wouldn't have seen... I would just go kind of, like, by numbered updates. I have a shit ton of numbered updates here. So, like, after, like, boss 
mode and like introducing bosses into the game you just have like drip fed updates of like one character on a stage or whatever that you do like every couple of weeks just sort of keeping people interested it's it's stuff you would have already been creating in the background anyways it's not like you stop and start on a new one for like <laughs> yeah. three weeks and you have to try to scramble to do you it. do it in the well, yeah okay. um then at a certain point create a stage that's also oh shit that's never been a thing that they've done before no that's a good idea it just stopped oh like recently yeah i saw it right. don't worry yeah but then they added a new bounce a bouncing one that bounces only lasts like half a second that's like not like that where it's just like sure. but like a fully new item no no i get it i get it because like items in the originals is just like homing missile missile that does more damage but you have to aim it correctly <laughs> shoot yeah. fucking napalm at people. <laughs> get, get creative no like, I think you have to start out with the classics, but then you get more and more deranged as you go along. Oh, I don't know. What if you shoot the heads of the dead people? <laughs> and it causes them poison damage. Oh my god, it's crazy. Um, but no. You just sort of keep adding your story updates. What if you have sex? Or your, your drop updates sex. with the character. Ooh, a sex update? <laughs> Crossover just... updates. Oh, yeah. No, I have two of those on. Especially for PlayStation. They, they can add Joel and Kratos. Young Kratos. In obviously. what vehicle, though? Because it's a vehicle He'd be in the truck. Game. No. It that's would just, just be boring truck. as fuck. It would just, Kratos. Yeah, what? what an axe? Just, just make he up, drives make an a, axe. Just make a vehicle up for him. No. I and tried to have Kratos, it make... Because he's killing people. I tried to have it make sense. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, with the updates. Although... Genre. One of these would be, like, the biggest stretch in history. But when I came up with the idea, I'm like, damn, that actually fucking lit. So I put it down because it's, like, my pitch. Fuck you. Uh, so just add some more stages throughout items. You know, keep going. Until you get to the first... The paid DLC. There is some, but it's crossovers. Makes sense, only. actually. Like... Like, the, the characters that previously exist, your items, your stages, that stuff's free updates. But when you get to, like, oh, shit, we have a licensed character. We kind of need to have them pay for this one. So, the idea that I just randomly thought of, I was like, what's a good crossover character? And then I thought, what about Armored Corp? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, inherently... It's a game yeah. about customizing a vehicle that shoots other vehicles. So what and there's a grapple mechanic that it can fly around and shit. So if you add a customizable mech. Basically. And you add, like, Rubicon or something as a place you can traverse as a stage. Alright, I guess. No, yeah, I don't know works. why. Yeah, I, guess, I don't know why. Yeah, I just kind of thought of that. Yeah, so that this works. is the most bonkers idea that I added. But, and because, like... So this is like a non-canon mode that's sort of like, I hate saying a Souls mode, but the idea is you'd be able to like get out of your car and you can like traverse different like landmarks and you like run into like bosses in this like open like area and you can either fight them, you kind of need to fight them in the car, but it's basically just like a boss like rush mode if it was like post-apocalyptic and it's like non-canon 
and you can get out of your car and like discover what the fuck's going on. Oh, it's an over-exaggerated story told through this perspective of Sweet Tooth, the serial killer. It can be for like literally anyone. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, it can be for literally it's anyone. True. Um, I like the idea that there would be a paid DLC with Rob Zombie. Actually, though, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, just like any metalhead. <laughs> well, Rob Zombie so, is like yeah. tied to the identity of the early games because his music plays in, I believe, two and three. Like they licensed his music. He's a playable character in four. Like he straight up is like connected so to the so identity. Four is peak. I know, but like, imagine like 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 Slipknot. That would actually be fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like so I know slip. Like you have to start with Rob Zombie though. Yeah. Like yeah, you have to start yeah. with um, Rob. Like Zombie. this is the this is where you have the musician crossovers. Yeah. This is where you can go kind of nuts with yeah. it. Because Fortnite's doing it, but like this is where you can get really nuts with like the the the, the metal artists. Because they're not gonna have Lady Gaga. In, Fuck that. In, no, no, no. No. You're no. gonna have. Yeah, you're, you're gonna have. You're Slipknot. gonna have fucking Slayer. Pants Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because Slipknot's already in Smite. You can play Action. as the Slipknot guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, being able to... Like, Kiss is not heavy, but they look heavy. Yeah, yeah. anyone that right. looks heavy. Yeah, that's a good way to phrase it. Like, Rob Zombie would need to Or even people that just look punky. That's know? fair. Yeah. And then I thought, this kind of makes sense. They, a Mad they... Max crossover. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, too. Have a it's, Mad it's Max for, crossover. It's for uh, whatever new Mad Max comes out. Or you could just fucking do it. <laughs> you could just do it. That's true. Because, like, why not? No. From here, it was just sort of, like, more of the same. Ghost Rider. I didn't go farther outside of those three. Like, I got to a point where, like, I didn't... I just saw Ghost Rider. I didn't get to, like... I think I did get to Twisted Metal Black. Like, I never, like, finished the concept, like, all the way to the end where you would get to the reboot and stuff. But I got, like, pretty close. And the idea is basically... How I described it. That's the. Why? Why wouldn't it just be like a retelling of the five games? There's like eight of them. Uh, all eight games. Sorry. A retelling of all eight. Well, they games, all, they're all different stories. But it's like connected in just one game that's live service. I don't. Know. You can find a way. Maybe there's like a cycle that Calypso starts every time someone wins. I Maybe don't. Start. Like the story mode is like different from like. The fucking Souls mode, which is different from, like, the classic modes, which is different from all this other nonsense. But basically, the idea would be you go through the entirety of the history of Twisted Metal until yeah. you basically have the biggest time capsule of the franchise all in one. That would be the end goal. For nostalgia. He's well, just, like, I don't know how you can keep going from that outside of adding new shit. Right? Like, the quintessential like twisted metal like collection of like every stage item character and just like the identity of it just infused into one mega game he's nostalgic for twisted metal no <laughs> crazy he really wants that twisted metal cha-ching two dollars <sighs> two dollar baby like, inherently, it sounds sort of live service, which is why I wasn't, like, inherently against the idea. But me and my, you know, 
my, my perfect Wonderland, you pay $40 and then everything else is free. It'd be more like you pay $70 and then you have to pay for the other shit. <laughs> the other DLC. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Nope. That's exactly what it would be. <laughs> or it so. would be free with like three different battle passes. Yeah. A season. It's free. Got it. But the and only like, thing the you do is like. Are $30. The only thing you could do is like, like 4v4 and like yeah, a tournament mode. Yeah. Like that's it. Like, yeah. That's you it. literally couldn't do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's not like. Yeah. But no, like when, when I saw that, I'm like. This sounds similar to something I did, so I just wanted to share that with you. Or it's like it's like Rainbow Six Siege, where like the first like six characters you can unlock through playing the game within like the first like twenty hours or so, but then like as you progress and get the other characters like Sweet Tooth, you have to either spend like twenty bucks on currency or you have to grind like a hundred. Are you saying like that's what the game should be? That's how it would be. That was how it would be. Like oh, yeah. yeah, Rainbow Six is like you know they have operators, right? You have characters yeah. that you isn't like unlock. there isn't there like a skin for goro majima hey? yeah there is there's yes. one for goro majima yes there's <laughs> leon ken yeah the, the crossover is wild no. but all yeah. I, but yeah. like here's the thing on my birthday list i started getting stuff for my kiryu cosplay that's that's oh my, my big gosh. announcement i'm literally going to bleach my hair and cut it <laughs> because I just I need to <laughs> I need to have black that short Halloween? spiked hair. That that's the Halloween. That's the Halloween. <laughs> no, because I asked for like a maroon dark red like undershirt. I asked for the white leather shoes, the dress shoes. The last thing I need is I need to get like a silvery suit, but I'm not sure where I can find one that fits me because I'm a bigger guy. That's fair. So like I would need to go somewhere to like buy a suit. But the idea is I'm going to have the Kazuma Kiryu cosplay for Halloween. I almost did Goro, but like zero Goro where I can keep my lawn hair and just yeah, have a yeah. suit and an eye patch. But like that's not his like iconic look. Just, that's like a gross bowl cut. You just wear a and shitty I, wig too. I, <laughs> no, I think I'm. I think I gotta fully commit to. I think I can have that Persona Joker vibe, dude. Oh, so we goes the anime protagonist. <laughs> yes. He goes the anime protagonist. Ah, uh, that's. I just that'd need be... a wig because I have no hair. <laughs> Joker has hair, like a lot. Well, you would need to like buy like a stuffed cat or whatever. That's true. You need to sort yeah, of do fake that. cigarettes that I smoke because yeah. Q yeah. smokes. Does he have a water gun instead of a real gun? Uh, well, he doesn't use guns oh, yeah, unless you force him to off. use guns. <laughs> unless yeah. you make him use guns. You well, think... then you can become proficient in martial arts. I'll pay for the class for you. Will you actually? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Sick! Anything for you to become Goro. So no, Kiryu. I'm being Kiryu. I need to learn how to pick up a guy. Like, I need to learn how to, like, flip a guy and then jump in the air and then slam him into the ground. And that's, that's what I need to learn. Martial arts, baby. That's martial arts. I, I need to learn how to pick up a motorcycle. <laughs> a one-ton motorcycle and violently hit people with it. Yeah, I don't think I can pull off Majima for you. Sorry. Oh, you being Majima? Because you have to have the buddy cop do it all. Well, the thing cops. is, like, Majima, the iconic look, he has, like, a vest but no undershirt. So you show the belly. And being a big <laughs> yeah. guy, I don't want to show that. <laughs> just, just get one of those t-shirts. The, the six <laughs> t-shirts. Oh, I'm good. 
I'm good. I'm gonna have to shave too. Well, I already do cut my hair and stuff, but like, like shave shit. Is this Halloween or is this just? This is Halloween. Midsummer. <laughs> well, midsummer. Costume. Well, the idea is midsummer like I would costume. own these clothes for like whatever reason. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> well, like so I don't have to like buy a suit later, right? So I just have a silver suit. Yeah, sure, or like, sure. if I want to go to like a family gathering, I have a maroon like dress shirt that I can wear. You sure. know, or like nice shoes for a good like event or whatever. Like, these are still clothes, but the, the initial idea is to have it all come together for one piece. But, like, they can be used for whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's not like the chicken head. You can't really wear the yeah, chicken, the chicken <laughs> Well, I was thinking last Halloween I can just cover it in fake blood. For what? Resident Evil? Or like... No, for uh, more hardcore. Because the actually cosplay for uh, for Hotline Miami goes hard. Like, people are covered in, like, blood and guts. And I kind of wanted to do that, but I didn't put in the effort. Hmm. And I, I didn't really celebrate Halloween, because no one else is around. That's fair. What if someone else was doing a cosplay? Like me. <laughs> like I'm literally going to do it. Then Maybe next year I will be Goro. You mean this year? No, this no. year I'm Kiryu. Oh, you know, next year I'll be Goro. Be Goro. Yeah. 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 If you're, I almost what thought about being Alan Wake, so I could just keep the long true. hair. <laughs> just keep the long hair. Um, you just need a suit. Yeah, I literally just need a suit. And that's well, that's it. not the first game. You can just wear the jacket. Well, the, yeah, the second one's like a brownish jacket, right? Yeah, it's like a brownish jacket. He doesn't like wear jeans yeah. though. Like it is like a yeah, yeah it's like more of a suit. Yeah, but. No, like, I like having my long hair, but if I'm committing, I either wear a horrendous wig or, like, I have to cut it and I have to get it, like, a certain way. Yeah. No, I'm going to have to, like, cut it in, like, September and then, like, bleach it and whatever. Or maybe I probably have to bleach it first. Because, like, going from sandy blonde brown to black, that's got to be, that's, like, a difficult transition to pull off yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult well, transition get, to pull just, off yeah just cut it short enough to wear a shitty wig like what is like, i don't i don't know exactly what cure's hair looks like I it's just, just a, like i only know i i i'm just you majima keep imagining majima. majima yeah majima that's not how you spell kiryu it's literally not how you spell kiryu yeah so you you type kiryu okay so, oh, okay, okay. The, I, I'm going for, going for the, oh. not zero, because this is a little too short. Yeah, it's true. I'm going for, like, <laughs> one through, like, six. You're going to have the chin strap, too? The soul. A, a fake soul patch? A yeah. fake soul patch? I don't know. Um, He does have a soul patch. Shit. <laughs> Are you doing Machima now? No, 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 no. W no, no, no. no. That's literally Kiryu that sings that song. <laughs> no. I can... I have the chin part, and, like, that goes out. But, like, going to the lip, that weird little part's like... My hair just, just doesn't grow that way. I don't know. I might have to just color it in or something. Um, but no. This is the vibe I'm going for. This is me. He's literally me. <laughs> He's literally me. 
I don't love this design because it's just kind of a guy. Like this is iconic. It's this shit's that fucking jacket peak. is iconic. This shit's just fucking peak. And then we have Goro. Shit. Goro Majima. So this is like the classic look. Because I would also have to get the fake tattoos. Because it goes from like the back <laughs> of the shoulder tattoos. to like here. Well, you're not going to be showing off your back. So you can just have like a Spider-Man. You know, one of those sticker Spider-Man tattoos. But that's not what his tattoos are. I'd have to get like a bunch of... We can of... buy a Goro Majima shirt. See if that exists. That like includes the six pack and the... Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All oh, the fan art. Oh god, that's See if crazy. There's a cardboard cutout, honestly. I'd smash. Would Wait. you get a would you get a waifu pillow of Goro? Uh I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's not a horrible idea. He looks insane. Like actually just mentally ill. That's literally just what he <laughs> No, like this is like the back of his like he's a fucking crazy like demon joker smile thing. Like this is what I would have to put on <laughs> for fake tattoos. Like Kiryu has tattoos, but the suit is able to cover everything. So I don't need to wear that. If I do this look where I just show stomach, I would also have to have the tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. And I well, I have a baseball bat, but I think it's wooden. I need to buy a metal baseball bat. Like all of the pieces to get is literally just easier for Kiryu. That and I hate this fucking haircut. Yeah. This shit's uh, awful. <laughs> uh, I would not want my hair to be like here and then just like ugh. It's a bowl I hate people with bowl cuts. Yeah, this bowl looks cuts fucking is so early 2000s. So ugly. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah. He's literally <laughs> he's just like me for real for real. Okay. Anywho, that's my my shadow reveal. No, not even shadow. Just my reveal. I'm I'm cosplaying. You're coming out as I'm coming Kiryu. out as cosmic. <laughs> He's literally me. There's one more thing I gotta do, and you're gonna hate me for it. I hate everyone, especially. I do have to take a shit at some point. You did not need to say that. <laughs> Anywho, so like I said last week, to catch up. To, to catch, catch up, to catch a predator, uh, you needed at least uh, two minus. No, <laughs> so, uh, I to catch up on the Oscar retrospectives, I needed to do two in a row. Yes, yes. So yes. last week we finished out the two thousands with the two thousand five Oscars with Million Dollar Baby. We're now entering the nineties, and the nineties are known for some of the most iconic recognizable movies and this year in particular was crazy good because this was the year that forrest gump won best picture yes yes something a lot of mothers would say is the greatest movie of all time my mom <laughs> my mom however however the competition was pretty fierce with pulp fiction also nominated Shawshank Redemption is this year, even though The Lion King was not nominated. That was also this year. That was trying to get into Best Picture. Uh, I didn't really know much about this movie, but Four Weddings and a Funeral 
Sorry. Pretty My well bad. known. Yeah. My what the bad. hell's wrong with you? <laughs> How could you marry four women and then murder one of them? <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Sorry, no, it's my funeral. Oh! Cause, get it? Because you had four wives, wives and then they murdered you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. No, that, I, I get it. Is it a, a comedy? Ah, uh, it is. It's a British comedy, so it's not funny. Oh. No, British comedies are the best comedies. How so? Because they're, like, dry as hell? Yeah. Actually. <laughs> Actually. I will die on that hill. British comedy is peak comedy. Okay. All right. What I'm sorry. What have you said? Like, as much as I say I hate the Brits, their comedy is actually peak. Whatever you say. Sorry. Whatever you say. You know, be in your little fantasy world. Whatever. Did you watch Brazil? <laughs> uh, I did. I did, actually. <laughs> I did watch Brazil. Well, I know. I'm just Terry Gilliam. But... Terry Gilliam is fucking cool as hell. This was also a Tim Burton movie. Ed Wood had a lot of love behind it. This is a lot of oh, big movies this year. And later, when we get into the text, movies like, you know, <clears throat> Speed and stuff. Speed so is Speed. Showing you know up, what? So. I forgot to mention this. Okay. I, f- I never knew this. I never knew this. Okay. But, so, my I went to my grandparents. They were watching. They, they wanted to watch The Great Outdoors because my grandpa loves that movie. I love okay. It. Yeah. It's a solid bang. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, Yeah. My grandma was digging through the DVD collection for it that they have, and they have so much young Keanu Reeves movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, Grandma, do you like Keanu Reeves? And she's like, oh, yeah. She has a crush <laughs> on young Keanu Yo! Reeves. <laughs> Yo. uh, it's like Johnny Depp, too. She likes Johnny Depp, too. Like young Johnny yeah, Depp? young Johnny Depp, too. That's fair. That's okay. So I wonder what her... Before the sexual yeah. stuff. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder what her reaction to, like, John Wick would be. For Keanu Reeves. No. Honestly, Keanu Reeves is, like, something, like, even, like, old women would like older Keanu Reeves. Like, I mean, the beard and the long hair, it's, yeah. it's not for everyone. Yeah, but it's, it's, yeah, but it's not about long hair. It's about how well the long hair is, is taken care of. That's fair. Yeah. Because yeah. hair tells a lot about people. So. And my hair fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, but no. So, um, yeah. Forrest Gump was, like, pretty obvious. This was just, like, gonna win. Because it made a fuck shit piss ton of money. Like, it was in the theatrical space from July to award season. It never left the theater for, like, six to seven months straight. Like, this was, like, one of the biggest hits. Like, it was insane. Well, you weren't alive. <laughs> you weren't alive. But no, this was a massive hit. I doubt it. This is a massive hit. I have a vendetta. Which also means that Robert Zemeckis wins to I, I have something for against Forrest, Forrest Gump. What's that? I hate that there's a... I hate that the guy... I hate that the main guy is just so kind-hearted. It's so boring. <laughs> I hate yeah. that. He should, like, kill some people. <laughs> Uh, didn't he kill people in Knop? He did, yeah. <laughs> no, Forrest Gump is actually a great movie. It's a pretty good one, I will say. Uh, is it better than Shawshank? No. No. <laughs> no. Is it better than Pulp Fiction? No. Well, I didn't finish it. You did. Is it better than Lion King? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Like, it's the, it's the weakest, but it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Shawshank um, Redemption is I hate that. No, Shawshank Redemption, like, didn't make money. Like, it bombed. 
Because it's a bad movie. It, it was cringe. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, it's a heartfelt story about Maybe a man persevering and, no. you know, overcoming It's about the how gods. the real Shawshank Redemption was is inside the we <laughs> made along the way. That's actually what Morgan Freeman says in the movie. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. That's a joke. Well, it's no. been a while. I've only watched it once. It's been a hot sec. Really? Wow. Um. Anywho. Yeah, we were forced to watch it in school. It was for a class called What Would You Do? Yeah. What a fucking <laughs> yeah. class. I don't know. No I literally reason. never had that. I don't think. Oh, was that like your freshman year or something? No, it was like my 11th. 11th grade, yeah. Like she was around that long? Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God I never took it. That sounds ass. That sounds like shit. It was boring, but that was a highlight. It was sh- well, of course, it's Shawshank. Like, what do you mean? Um, like, so it had nothing to do with the class. We just watched it. <laughs> Honestly, though, I think every class should just watch Shawshank. <laughs> Shawshank's a bang. He tried to tie it in with a unit about time, but, like, what does Shawshank Redemption have to do with time? That he waited like twelve years <laughs> to oh, get out of prison. I guess. Um, anywho, outside of Zemeckis winning director, uh, Tarantino is nominated. Robert Redford for Quiz Show. I literally have never heard of Quiz Show, but it was also nominated for Best Picture over The Lion King. So people at the time liked it. I guess. Well, I hate anime. Uh, hey, you just sound like the Academy. <laughs> sound like the Academy. Um, Tell Spider Bruce gets nominated. It's not. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm gonna butcher this name. Christ, Christlove Kieslowski, very Eastern European. That's my name. Uh, he made a trilogy of films. You know this. It's called the Three Colors trilogy. Yeah. His last one, Three Colors Red, he's nominated for Best Director for. And then the fourth pick is Woody Allen. Yeah. For a film called Bullets Over Broadway. Well, that's my favorite director of all time. <laughs> I've never seen a Woody Allen movie in my entire life. I saw Ants. <laughs> yeah. Peak. <laughs> Ants is peak. It's about, it's about how uh, communism... Is uh, bad? No. It's, it's actually about how communism is based. <laughs> <laughs> did, you not, did you not realize that? No. Oh. All I remember is that I was like eight years old and then... <laughs> Being horrified. Of the ants dying brutally in a war, I well, remember that. Well, that's true, but just like I, I never the thought that they'd the be ant. able to swear in an animated movie. Yeah. So when there's, it's like when they're stuck to the shoe and like they see like a foot, it's like who the hell is that? And it's just a penny, and it's like Abraham Lincoln, and they're about to get fucking smushed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That movie's awesome. That movie's so good. Ah. <laughs> So the four weddings and a funeral director is not nominated. Frank Darabont for Shawshank Redemption is not nominated. Uh, Oliver Stone made a, a cult classic, Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah, I heard that, that was yeah. this year. He got nominated at the Golden Globes for that. Uh, so then we get to Best Actor. Okay, and you want to know what happens in Best Actor? Tom Hanks wins for playing Forrest Gump because, like, no way. Yeah. No way. Okay. That's crazy. Because <laughs> he says box of chocolates and everyone cheers. <laughs> oh! They they pog champ at him. Look at him go. He he loves Jane. He loves Jenny and his mom. What a bitch. 
Like, actually. Okay, can we just... We just need to sit here. Okay. okay. All right, like, all right. Like, people dunk on, like, Skyler from Breaking Bad, but Walter is the bad guy, right? Yeah. You're just looking at her through his perspective. But Jenny is just genuinely just a bad person. Just genuinely. Go on. Okay. So she gets with Gump. She leaves him. She goes back to Gump. She gets pregnant, and then she leaves him again. Until the end, kind of. Do they get together in the end? I don't know. Yeah, it's been around. Does she truly deserve him? Uh, she... No one deserves Forrest Gump. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Forrest Gump. I don't know. <laughs> like, usually I think, like, I don't deserve you is such a such a weird thing to say, but genuinely she does not deserve him. <laughs> like, just genuinely. I'll just point blank say that. She does not deserve him. I'm sorry. Based AF? I'm sorry. For real? Genuinely. She's just an awful piece of shit person. Based AF. I don't think that's intentional. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was intentional, but... No. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Uh, anywho. He w- it was super obvious that he was going to win. Right? So, like, Forrest Gump wins Producers Guild. Zemeckis wins Directors Guild. This is the first year with the SAG Awards. And... They gave it to Tom Hanks, right? So this is his second Oscar. It's my third. For him, for his <laughs> what, what? So the year prior, he wins for Philadelphia over people like Liam Neeson and Schindler's List, right? But little did they know that the year later he would be in the one of the biggest Best Picture winners of the nineties. So they could have just been like, well. You know, we, we literally, like, just gave it to him. And, you know, I know he's, like, the lead of the movie, but, like, we can go somewhere else. They didn't do that. They're like, well, I guess he's winning, too. <laughs> and so they just gave him a second one. Two in a row. He's the second and last person to do it. Russell yeah. Crowe got close, yeah. but then yeah. he assaulted someone at the BAFTAs, and so they went with someone else. Why did he assault him? I don't remember. <laughs> All I know is he'd gotten into a disagreement at the BAFTA Awards, and he assaulted someone, and the news got out. And this happened during voting. So they're like, well, that's kind of shitty. Maybe we should give it to someone else. So then they gave it to Denzel Washington instead. But, you know oh, what? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I <laughs> yeah. see exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Which is crazy, because, right. like, All Russell right. Crowe swept the season. He won literally everything, and then he hit someone. And they're like, well, right. he won last year. And even though this is like a big Best Picture winner, he's kind of an asshole. Maybe we should give it to someone else. I don't know. Have you seen the nice guy? (laughs) He doesn't seem very evil in that. Yeah, totally. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Anyhow. He kills a guy. Other nominees. John Travolta gets his second nomination. That's such a weird thing to hear. uh, Pulp Fiction. It's so, yeah. He used to be good. (laughs) He used to be good. (laughs) Morgan Freeman for Shawshank Redemption. Uh, we'll get to something in a second. Paul Newman for a movie called Nobody's Fool. And then a guy named Nigel Hawthorne, Hawthorne for playing King George in a King George biopic. Hawthorne? Who's missing? Pierce Hawthorne? Who's missing? Uh, in supporting? No, this is lead. This is lead? Oh, the Shawshank guy. Tim Robbins. Yeah. I yeah, but know. Morgan Freeman got in. Yeah. Why did he get in? Because... He's not lead. Because... Like sure he's on the cover, but like because he's like the, what? he's what more marketable than than that guy. Ah, uh, that's actually fair. So I truly cannot tell you why Tim Robbins wasn't put in lead. 
he, he's like actually just the main character. <laughs> he literally, it's not like they're like both lead. Like Tim Robbins is in a significant portion more of the movie than Morgan Freeman. Yeah, and the he's plot literally revolves around him. <laughs> yeah, he's literally the main character. Yet Morgan Freeman gets more nominations and gets the Oscar nom over him. Like, I truly can't describe, like, what the fuck they were thinking. Like, Morgan should have gone into supporting, Tim Robbins goes to lead, and then they both get in. Like, why they were both campaigned in lead and ended up fucking the actual lead, I will never understand. But whatever. Was he ever nominated again? Tim Robbins has an Oscar that he, he won does. later for Mystic River. Oh, okay. yeah. So I, I won't feel too bad for him, but <laughs> it, it is a little weird. Um, I haven't seen him in anything since. Or heard since about him. what? Like, he has not been in anything high profile. That, that's not true. He was in War of the Worlds afterwards. After Mystic River. He was in War of the Worlds. I don't remember him in War of the Worlds. He's like a weird, like, doomer oh, guy. Oh, I remember now. Yeah. I never the saw mouse. the movie, but I know who he plays. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> uh, the other snub, I guess, is Hugh Grant... For four weddings and a funeral. He won the BAFTA. And he won the Golden Globe comedy. Like he was probably number two. If you really wanted to think about it. Well, but they're know. not going to go for a British comedy. In like winning acting performances. Where's, so. where's the four weddings and a funeral American remake? Well you know. I may have had four f- weddings today. But I'll definitely have a funeral after they find out. Wink 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 <laughs> wink. Um, lead actress... This is a weird race. So, this is a three-way race between Jessica Lange winning her second, Jodie Foster trying to win her third, and then Susan Sarandon trying to win her first. So, how the race went was that Golden Globe, which is the first one, Jessica Lange wins for a movie I've literally never heard of called Blue Sky. Never fucking heard of this movie. But the movie was made in, like, the early 90s, and then the studio, like, shut down. They had no money. <laughs> like, they went fucking they bankrupt. Went bro- they went woke. They went, yeah, they went woke. <laughs> they were woke. And they ended up needing to just, like, someone else picked up the movie and released it, like, a couple years later. And, like, the movie got mixed reviews. No one liked it outside of her performance. Like, people loved her in the movie, but they didn't like the movie. <laughs> so... Like, they they singled it out, and she ended up getting, like, nominations and stuff. And she wins. But it wasn't, like, a close race, because she only won the Golden Globe. Jodie Foster, for this movie I've also never heard of, called Nell, she plays, like, a person that has never been in a human society, and then gets discovered, and is, like... Like a like a weirdo lady person. M Night Shyamalan movie. I don't know why that's. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, like she won the SAG, and people were like, "Look, she's won two lead actress awards already, and she's in like her thirties. Like we need to like calm down a little bit." So, despite the fact that she won SAG, I don't. She was probably number three, and then we have Susan Sarandon. For the client. Another movie I've literally never heard of. So she wins the BAFTA. 
And she's never won. She's, like, really, like, talented. People like her. They don't know. Like, she's been nominated previously for Thelma and Louise. But she's, like, she's never won. And then she wins this award. And it's like, listen, we don't know who the fuck's winning. Maybe it's her. But it just didn't end up happening. Jessica Lange won instead. Uh, other nominees. Uh, Winona Ryder gets her second nomination in a row. This is for the 90s adaptation of Little Women that she's nominated for. So uh, we have to have one every decade. Uh, more like every two decades. <laughs> every two decades. All right, see you in 2020, 2044. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep going. Supporting actor. So an old actor named Martin Landau. He is like not super big in the industry anymore and he gets cast in this Tim Burton movie called Ed Wood where he's playing the guy that played Frankenstein, I think. Like in this movie. And he wins the Golden Globe, he wins the SAG. And it wins makeup, which we'll get to later. So it's, like, gonna be him. But, like, right at the end, there was a possible threat to his, like, oh, he's old, he should win one narrative. And that was Samuel L. Jackson. His one and only nomination for Pulp Fiction. Where he wins the BAFTA right at the end. And people are like, damn. I mean, Pulp Fiction... It's going to win screenplay, but maybe it might win something else, too. And so then it's sort of built. You can see his reaction. He's, like, pissed <laughs> when he loses. He's like, what the fuck? And then like, he just lost. But, no. That was a possibility. Uh, Gary uh, Sinise. I think that's how you pronounce his name. From Forrest Gump. This is the guy that doesn't have legs. Sergeant Dan. No, he's nominated for an Oscar. Um, and then just a couple of other people. We can keep going. Uh, supporting actress Diane Weist wins her second Oscar for Bullets Over Broadway. The only thing I have to say about this is that this is the second time she wins an Oscar in supporting actress, and the first time was also for a different Woody Allen movie. So she won Supporting Actress twice. Thank you, Woody Allen. For being in Woody Allen movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Ants, literally nominated <laughs> everywhere. Ants, baby. Nominated in everything, won everything. Exactly, peak. exactly. Ants you, is get peak. It, you get it, Ants you get it. Understand. You understand, you understand. Just have Woody Allen in your movie and you're just automatic, just nomination. Mm, yeah, totally. Just Woody Definitely Allen. not. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, Uma Thurman for Pulp Fiction is nominated. I mean, all right. Uh, Jennifer Tilly won an only Oscar nomination. Also from Bullets Over Broadway. Kind of interesting. Some snubs. There were no Forrest Gump ladies. They both got nominations. People were expecting one or the other or both, and then neither got in. I don't know if I... like. 
needed them. Like, I'm looking at this lineup, and I'm like, oh, I really wish that the Forrest Gump ladies got it. I really wish that they... they I can't believe they forgot about something in the water from... You know, that came out with... Uh, uh, so, yeah, Robin Wright, who plays Jenny, and two. was tablets Golden Globe two. SAG, and then Sally Field for Forrest Gump was SAG and BAFTA. And they were, they were both snubbed, which is kind of random. Um... Yeah. Also, Jamie Lee Curtis for True Lies. The fucking yeah, <laughs> she wins Golden Globe Comedy Musical, and then is nominated at SAG. Wait, it's a musical? No, it's a comedy. Oh, oh it's a mixed comedy category. musical. Okay, yeah. it's a mixed and category. she wins that category, and then she's nominated at SAG for supporting for the fucking for True Lies. Well, I mean, it's true luck. <laughs> it's it's James Cameron, right? Yeah. You you can't you can't you can't doubt like, James. You Cameron. can't doubt James Cameron. Like <laughs> he does James what he does because well, he's funny. He's James Cameron. He's funny. <laughs> you know, like this probably was a Best Picture nomination. Uh no, I don't think it was nominated for. Any. Like come on, now that I'm this at it is literally James Cameron. You uh, cannot judge. It James was literally Cameron. nominated for nothing. It is literally at. James Cameron. Whatever All doesn't right. matter. Denis, <laughs> Denis Villeneuve, he has two paths. Nolan or James Cameron. James Cameron. Which direction is he Okay, well, they're both... They Well, Nolan's definitely going to win. So but that, so just become Oscar winner. That's basically what you're saying. No, it's... it's it's Have a pretentious fan base or just be peak. <laughs> be peak. Difference. Yeah, exactly. Be peak. Be peak, please. Thank At you. least he has a diverse portfolio. What? Okay. Sci-fi action movie, sci-fi action movie, like drama romance, comedy, <laughs> action comedy, Piranha Two, Piranha <laughs> Two, whatever that is. It's its own genre. Uh, and then Terminator One and Two, so just action movies, sci-fi action movies. Again, there's four of them, and then whatever the abyss is. I don't know what the abyss is. Oh yeah, and then what does what does what does Nolan have? Action, 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 action. Oh, biopic. Yeah, so we have biopic. Thriller, thriller. Oh, there's a thriller. So I'm trying to think. Like, okay, following is just thriller. Memento is like crime drama. Insomnia is crime drama. Uh, Batman action. Prestige, whatever the fuck the prestige <laughs> is. And then Dark Knight is just action. Action, action, In- action. Inception, action. action. Dark action. Knight Rises, action. Interstellar. Action. Not action. Slow sci-fi. Sci-fi drama. Sci-fi drama. Dunkirk, biopic. Action, biopic. Biopic, <laughs> drama. Two biopics. Uh, Oppenheimer, drama, biopic. And then... Uh, Tenet, which is best movie ever. <laughs> best movie ever. Sure, buddy. It's happened. Sure. Tenet people... came out in the past, but it's also not the past. It's the future, which is also the present. Shut the fuck <laughs> No, I'm just like... About? Like, Tenet, revisionism, they're finally getting around to it. But this... fuck you, I've been there since the beginning, and you can suck my feet. This is protagonist, and this is his girlfriend. Girlfriend. <laughs> This is his yeah, his girlfriend is Robert Pattinson. <laughs> no, it's his boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Side piece. It's his side piece. Oh, he loves Hinton, though. Right. Original screenplay. Tarantino wins for Pulp Fiction. S- sorry, s- side note. Side note. Sorry. sorry. 
about I, I want to go back to Nolan. All okay. right. Uh, People talk about Nolan not knowing how to write women characters like he knows how to write male characters in the first place. <laughs> Real. <laughs> Yo. I'm just saying. Based? It's not like he knows how to write female Based. male characters. In the Based place. AF for real, for real. Um, yeah. Oppenheimer. Oh, <laughs> Poster's yeah. fucking ass. Which one, though? The one, like, the... The one that they used everywhere. Yeah. When standing in front of the atomic bomb. Yeah. I like the other one, where, like, the like the flames or whatever, and he's just, like, standing. He's blowing his brains out. What? Him after getting a blowjob. A blowjob. A blow from, from Emily from Blunt. From Emily Blunt. And Florence At people. the same time. That's hot. <laughs> That's hot. Uh, okay. Yeah. Four weddings and a funeral nominated. Three colors red. Woody Allen for I guess you could say there was four weddings and a funeral. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, This was the only time. All right. Four weddings and a funeral was only nominated for two Oscars, including Best Picture. Now that happens pretty consistently. All right. Selma, uh, extremely loud, incredibly close, women talking, past lives. But like back in the 90s where they had five. Like, usually you would think, oh, Bullets Over Broadway, director, screenplay, two actors, and, like, so on and so forth. Not in. Movie with one other nomination? Does get it. <laughs> Or even, like, The Lion King, which we'll get to, which had other nominations, just wasn't in here. Uh, adapted screenplay, Forrest Gump wins. I Forrest Eric Roth wins an Eli Oscar. Roth. Eli Roth wins, wins an Oscar. Oscar. Um, for I'm pretty sure lands. that was gonna happen, but like it, it didn't sweep. Like it didn't win the Globes because that was a combined category. I gave that to Pulp Fiction. It didn't win the BAFTA. That went to Quiz Show, and it didn't win the USC Scripter because that went to Shawshank Redemption. Um, score: Hans Zimmer wins his first Oscar for The Lion King. Which I don't remember the score. Maybe I'm like the only one. I remember the songs. I don't remember like the 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 the, the soundtrack. Like the score for the movie. I do. For Lion King. For Lion King. That's what he won yeah, for. No, I don't remember the score. Well, he wrote the songs. No, Elton John wrote the songs. Oh, Elton John wrote the songs. Yeah, he helped write the songs. <laughs> he put the music to the songs, probably. He but like, he 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 made a score for. The I actually movie. had no idea Elton John made the songs. Well, he we'll get to that in a second because he was it's nominated like three times that night. I, I had no idea. Is that why it's actually peak? Because it's Elton John. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Elton John is actually peak, and that that French president is actually base prediction. <laughs> what? The fr- remember oh. when those riots? <laughs> yeah, the, he just went to the farewell tour. <laughs> Absol- like people were like, "Why would he do such a thing?" And I'm like, "What, dude? Honestly, <laughs> what? honestly, if I was that rich and like this was the final time, this was his farewell tour, like, I mean, you might as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, why not? Your country is like the, the last priority right here. This is Elton. Yeah, he literally does not give a shit. He just wants to see Elton John. <laughs> Same. He's like, so from here. Anywho, so yeah, Lion King wins score. Interview with a Vampire, Little Women, Shawshank, Forrest Gump, Paul nominated. Song. Three Lion King songs make it in. Guess which three are nominated. Um, Akuna Matata. Yeah. 
Uh, I just can't wait to be king. That's not here. Oh, fuck you then. <laughs> uh, the, oh my god. If the Scar song didn't get nominated, I might as well just kill myself now. <laughs> it wasn't nominated. Uh, the song that plays at the beginning, I don't remember what it's Circle called. of Life? Circle of Life. Yeah, yeah. that's nominated. Yeah. Well, that's actually peak though. You could have filled this entire category with Lion King that's, songs, that's to be true. Fair. That's true. You're missing one more. Oh, uh, can you feel the love tonight? And that's the winner. Okay, that's a good... No, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. The Lion King had three. Yeah, I was thinking of when they were having sex in the movie, and I'm like, can was you that Hakuna Matata? No, 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 that was... So, no. Hakuna Matata was nominated... Circle of Life and Can You Feel the Love Tonight, but not not the peaks, not the peak scar song. Be <laughs> No, that's not nominated. Um, yeah. See, it wasn't expected to get three. It was only supposed to get two. Hakuna Matata was a surprise because it wasn't nominated anywhere. And they're like, "Oh shit, they really like it." See, they can't have three songs anymore. But back then, you could have fucking four if you really wanted to well so, that's because back then disney actually had good movies that's actually so true that's so based for saying like god i already forgot the encanto song thank god honestly which one the the one with <laughs> the drip song <laughs> yes uh, no, I was which one won no it about... didn't win I was no, talking about the about one that. with the, the guy who's in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't talk about their family member who disappeared. Fuck him. What a Fuck loser. <laughs> what a loser. What a loser. He lives in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> he just listens to them not talking about him. He's like... He, he has the table set right by their table and pretends to eat with them. He's just a blatant psychopath. But they just ignore that. Don't yeah, worry, it's fine. guys. It's really. fine. He's it's fine. totually normal. He's actually mentally. peak now that I think about it. <laughs> He's I need literally more Bruno. The Bruno spinoff of him in the walls. <laughs> An hour and a half of him just going insane talking to himself in the walls. <laughs> yes. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> I did nothing wrong. <laughs> Trust me, I'm okay. Don't talk about Bruno, they say. <laughs> I'll make them talk about me. <laughs> oh, this is what I think about when a modern Disney song is <laughs> So, okay. I don't know. Moana had some bops. So, oh, yeah. That's actually... Tangled had some bangers, too. Yeah, no, actually. Tangled had some bangers Frozen as well. Frozen is just annoying. That's so real. <laughs> It's catchy and it's it's like it's Encanto. Ca- it's just yeah, catchy. It's just catchy, it. but it's not like good. Yeah, Moana fucks. That's like maybe one of the best ones that they've made, maybe ever. I'm actually being so serious. <laughs> Moana's <laughs> like <now>. Moana is like <laughs> Die. actually so much better than like basically most of their of the name one Disney better. animation output since like the nineties. Name one. It's better than Bolt. It's better than Meet the Robinsons. I don't don't. I think it's better than the Princess and the Frog. Personally. I haven't listened to or watched Princess and the Frog in a long time. Uh, it's better than the Frozens. Better than Encanto. Better than you know. Moana's like really good. Like for the past twenty years or more, it's probably highly ranked. 
Like, it's better than fucking Big Hero 6. Yeah, no shit. They had Imagine Dragons. Didn't they? Oh, was that the song? Immortal. Cinematography. Shawshank. Wouldn't that be amazing? That's Roger Deakins. That won the Cinematographer's Guild. That did not. It wasn't even nominated? No, it was nominated. But the winner is a movie called The Legends of the Fall with Brad Pitt. Oh, it's a prequel to... uh, Anatomy yeah. of a Fall, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Because Legends of the Fall is set in the past, and Anatomy oh, yeah. of Fall well, is set in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a prequel. It's a, a, Anatomy no. of a Fall is no, no, a sequel no, no, no. to... No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Okay. Uh, Forrest okay, Gump yeah, is I'm nominated. I'm just trying to build a franchise here. <laughs> Wyatt Earp, the Kevin Costner Wyatt Earp movie, is nominated for cinematography. Why? I'll never understand. Kevin Costner. Uh, well, he didn't direct it, so I don't know why he'd be nominated. But he's in it. That's so real. And then uh, Three Colors Red is nominated. Okay, what does that even mean? Uh, whatever you want it to mean. It's a metaphor for grief. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Easiest thing. Capitalism. It's like, it's about capitalism. Anyhow. Editing. It's about how capitalism. Editing! Forrest Gump wins. Lame. Uh, Speed wins the BAFTA. Is second place. I, I love Speed. That's such yeah, a good speed movie. Is. Like it's just one of those movies that like you're it's just, just like you're just like it's so influential. Oh, right. so good. It's an action movie. I will know, say after you watch it. Here's like, the Damn, thing. That was actually a really good action movie. Why it's the really fuck was that so good? <laughs> here's the thing. Uh they spend like 20, 30 minutes in the beginning before they actually get to the bus. I don't and then they just do speed again on a train, like right at the end for no reason. I don't care. I do <laughs> care. That just feels like they're rehashing the same idea three times. In a row. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, Pulp stupid. Fiction's nominated. Shawshank's nominated. This is going to need some context. So, True Lies gets the Editing Guild and it isn't nominated. Four Weddings and a Funeral gets BAFTA. The fifth nominee is a movie you've probably never heard of. It is called Hoop Dream. Sounds awesome. <laughs> the movie is not a narrative feature. It is a documentary that got nominated for editing. It is the last time it ever happened. For what? And well, if you were fucking listening <laughs> instead of being whatever. So Hoop Dreams is a documentary about two uh, kids who are black that play basketball. And the idea is that it isn't about, like, sort of the, you know, systemic racism and the poverty that they live in, but does showcase that on their journey as they play basketball. And it's nominated for editing. And the big shock is that Hoop Dreams, documentary, gets editing, isn't even nominated in documentary. Alright. But people thought it would, like, A, win documentary, and B, that it had a shot for best picture. So when it isn't even in documentary, people freak the fuck out. So people like Roger Ebert, they do in, like, investigations of the Academy. And they find out that back in the 90s, they didn't have, like, a branch of their own. Oh, 
It was people that sort of just signed up to watch some documentaries. And they had a system where after 15 minutes, they had flashlights. And if they waved the flashlight at the screen, they moved on to the next movie. 15 minutes into Hoop Dreams, they waved the flashlight and they keep going. They didn't even finish the movie. They didn't even get past the first part of the movie. So, I thought it would have just came down to racism, honestly. Well, that sort of maybe possibly plays a part into it as well. So, so this is also the first and only time we know what the number six movie is. They show they like the Academy because this was like such a big deal in the nineties. They revealed that they were like, no, 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 we we, we totally finished the movie. And here's the votes it got. And it revealed that it was number six. Like the votes tallied from one through five were not hoop dreams, but number six was hoop dreams, right? So it, like, it's the only time we ever know what movie wasn't nominated, but where it placed. Like, was it number six or seven or whatever? It was number six. It just didn't get it. And this was, like, such a massive deal at the time. Which, like, no one's talking about Hoop Dreams now, by the way. But I just find it kind of interesting that there's such, like, a big deal about this documentary. The only time we know that it was, num like, a number six place. The last documentary to be nominated for editing. Which is a lot of big things that Hoop Dreams accomplished in the 90s at this particular ceremony. <clears throat> Production design. It went to The Madness of King George, because it's a biopic set in old British times. Whew, that's crazy. Um, other nominees, Interview with the Vampire, Forrest Gump, whatever. The BAFTAs for production design nominated The Mask. Shove my cock in Based AF for real. Costume design goes to the adventures of Priscilla, but it's not like a Priscilla Presley biopic. It's about like a person that wears drag that goes on an adventure. Um, All right. Makeup, Ed Wood, uh, Forrest Gump's also nominated. BAFTA went kind of crazy. None of the BAFTA nominees got in. They had Mrs. Doubtfire, The Mask, and Interview with the Vampire. The Mask, again, makeup. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, visual effects mask. went to Forrest Gump. For what? So they sort of deep faked him into like old tiny stuff, like when he oh. met JFK and he was in like black and white and stuff. Also, Gary Sinise didn't lose his legs. He had legs, so they green-screened his legs, and they CG'd so he didn't have legs. Dude, I could do that. No, you fucking could. <laughs> <laughs> but it won over... The Mask oh. and True Lies. Oh. <laughs> and Speed wasn't nominated, but that got the BAFTA. Well, Speed should have just been nominated for everything. That's so weird. Speaking of Speed, this won Best Sound. Uh, yeah, another peak win from, <laughs> speed. from speed. Sorry. Why did I say sound? Here's, like, 
like I say, the action movie combo of sound and editing is a, is a real thing, especially back in the day when they actually liked action movies. I don't know, imagine if John Wick 4 got some. I would literally come. That's so fucking good. Uh, Forrest Gump is nominated. Uh, Shawshank. The big snub for sound, which is the sound mixing category, is The Lion King. That's nominated everywhere. And they yeah. just didn't get it. I mean, it makes sense, because like, they're mixing in like all the animal noises and the music and whatever. Like, I get it. I need a gun. I need a gun. Uh, sound effects editing also goes to speed. Yeah. Uh, Forrest Gump's nominated. I don't know why. And then clear and present danger. Sandra Bullock. What? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Speed won two Oscars, baby. That's one for Keanu Reeves. No. And one Razzie Award for Sandra Bullock. Did it actually? No, I fucking hate Sandra Bullock. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying like, did it win the Razzie? For Sandra Bullock. Oh, for was she even nominated? <laughs> for the Razzie? Yeah. Uh-huh. Probably not. Uh-huh. People like Speed. Where's uh-huh. our Rez? Where, where's our Rez? She where's has our... a Razzie. Oh, uh, hold on. For Sandra Bullock. Razzie. Please be gravity. Please be gravity. No. <laughs> no. So, okay, this was the same year that she won her Oscar. <laughs> Funny oh. enough. So, she won her... Okay, hold on. Let's get to it. She... Okay, so she... Oh, yes! So, there's a movie called All About Steve. It's a comedy with Bradley Cooper. But it's, like, fucking deranged. Like, the movie goes, like off the rail and it becomes extremely unhinged but she won two razzies she won worst actress and worst screen couple with bradley cooper and she showed up to the ceremony and she handed out scripts for all about steve and they she wanted to like read the movie live just to like prove that it wasn't the worst movie ever made or something but despite but she was like joking or whatever but this is the same year she won for The Blind Side. I remember that year. You literally don't did, know no, that did, No, did, we talked about it. We, no, we did talk yeah. about that year. Yeah, I but that year. I was saying, I you weren't there for that too. year, but we talked about that year. I remember that movie, too. I hate that movie. <laughs> I know. You I keep, hate that you, movie. Yeah, I, get it. I hate that movie with a passion. I understand. I you understand where I'm coming from? No, I get, I get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't hate Sandra Bullock, though. Like no, I know, like, no, you I, hate... I, I, I don't hate her for those roles. I just jokingly hate her because uh, I used to watch a lot of shitty rom coms with my mom. Mm, and she's <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah, I don't hate like the proposal. Like chick flicks. Like I don't hate movies like the proposal and stuff. Yeah, I didn't hate her in Gravity. I just think Gravity is like not a masterpiece like a lot of people say. That's fair. That's actually fair. So no, it's uh, like you know over exaggerated. It's part of the joke. It's part of the gimmick. It's part of the funny haha. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's part of the gimmick. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like you just have to just you can't. You just have to go along with it. Like, you can't be like, oh, that's it's actually okay. You know, you have to be far away from that. It'd you can't. You can't away. admit your true feelings. Yeah. You have to think everything is horrible because it has. It's either horrible or a masterpiece. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh fuck! I just realized. 
I have a review. Do you have a review? Fuck no. <laughs> I've been too busy. Uh, yeah. I haven't played Shit. Persona in a week because I'm waiting for a day off, like, tomorrow, so I can just grind. Because the palaces, the dungeons, take actually, like, 12 hours. <laughs> and the save points are ass. So. Nice. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 God damn it. I literally forgot. Okay, so I watched Dune Part 2, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, How could you forget about Dune Part 2? No, I literally forgot. Because, like, I thought, oh, well, I mentioned it before, and then I just kept going, and then I see the runtime, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, it hit me like a wave. I'm like, oh, no, I have a review. Uh, okay, so as I've said on the podcast before, I don't love the first Dune. I think it's overrated, and it's, like, fine. It's, like, a six and a half, seven out of ten for me. I like parts about it, but the story, it doesn't explain much, and all the cool shit from the first half of the book, like the political intrigue and more of, like, the religious aspects of stuff, is not in it. And so I just feel like it kind of felt like a bit of a husk of what it could have been. And I didn't like it much. Like, I think it's fine. So I'm not excited for Dune Part 2, right? And then literally every review on the face of the planet is like, this is the greatest thing to ever come out. Like, it's insanely high Rotten Tomato score, insanely high Letterbox, insanely high INDB. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. I was gonna anyway, but like, whatever. I like, I like, I, I cave. And my sister likes the first one. And I told her, yeah, Dune comes out. She's like, what the fuck? It comes out? And I'm like, yeah, it comes out. It's like, I work. I need to go. And I'm like, well, okay, after school Friday. I was going to go early Friday. But I'm like, I'll wait for you. And we'll go see it together. So we walk in. We watch it. And it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um. It is everything I wanted the original to be. It has a lot more of, like, the politics involved. It has a lot more of, like, the religious aspects of, like, the Fremen and sort of the Bene Gesserit scheming and stuff. It has better cinematography. Some insanely gorgeous, wonderful sequences by Greg Frazier. Like... It, it also better acting everyone felt super flat but this felt like more dynamic like people were like hitting off of each other more than the the first one i think the direction is fantastic then it didn't need action but i love the action that's in it right like there is some incredible sequences that must have taken forever to pull off. But I'm so glad that he went and did it. Because it looks so good. And the pacing, it did not feel like three hours at all. It blew by. I could have sat there for five hours. I wanted more. I was desperate for more. It, it, I had that same feeling that I had in, like, Spider-Verse. Where, like, like, I'm, like, giddy. I'm, like, shaking. I'm, like... I know how it's going to end, too. Like, I did research on the book. I know how it's going to end. But I'm still, like, enthralled. I'm still invested. And the score. Holy shit. Hans, you did it again. <laughs> Hans, you did it again. It is better 
than the Dune 1 score, which is, like, hard to beat. Like, the Dune 1 score is crazy good. But the Dune 2 bag score... Pipes, bagpipes? Bagpipes? Electric guitar bagpipes? Oh. <laughs> it is, like, oh, it's so good. There is a scene that it's it's on the Harkonnen planet where they have, like, a... They have, like, a polluted sky, so it's, like, a black sun. Everything's, like, in black and white. The score for, like, a gladiator fight that happens in it is, like, 11 out of 10 needs to win another Oscar for it type shit. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Every element of the movie feels like it's more well-realized than the original. Like, the first one's, like, they have to come up with the concepts... And so they're like, they're sort of like, they're spitballing. But when you get to this one, they know what they did and they amplify it more. There's more detail in the costumes and stuff. Everything looks dope as fuck. Oh my God. And just, it's funnier than I thought it would be. There's some comedic relief in the first half of the movie that... Like, I, I did enjoy. And it just tackles so much of the book that I think really just... Like, not many sci-fi movies or shows or whatever, like, tackle religion, like, as head-on as Dune. So them, like, fully embracing it is something that I very much appreciate. And, like... There's a lot of memes right now of, like, the zoom-in shot with Javier Bardem, yeah, if you've I've seen, seen that, that on your Twitter. That, yeah. that character is kind of interesting, because he's the comedic relief. Because he just blindly believes in the Messiah, and it's, like, funny at first. But seeing that character just devolve into, like, a mindless, war-hungry person because Paul just declares war. Just, like, sort of seeing, like... Like phoneticism of like of a messiah, just like the blind faith, and sort of just how that character just sort of becomes another sheep person. Like it's sort of tragic. Chani Zendaya's character is better in this one. She does so much with her eyes. It's so much like movement that happens in the movie feels really like deliberate. Like, everyone at the end of the movie is, like, bowing or whatever. She's the only only one standing. She doesn't kneel for Paul. Right? She's, like, also, like... Everyone's so good in this movie. I thought Austin Butler would just be Elvis but Paul <laughs> in this movie. And there were a couple of lines where, like, oh, that's some Elvis poking out. But he's so good. He's such a threatening villain. He is so captivating when he's on screen. Everyone does a fantastic job. I think the only people I don't like love are Christopher Walken. Because he's just kind of there. And then Florence Pugh is also just kind of there. They don't have a ton to do. But everyone else is like so good. And it gets really surreal. From when I look up in the book... Uh... It's mentioned in the first one. I don't know if you remember this, but the mom is pregnant. Not sure if I remember that. And in the book, there's a two-year time jump where Paul is like living with the Fremen, and he has like a toddler sister. 
they shorten the gap. So <clears throat> the mom is still pregnant with the sister in this movie. So there's a scene where she, I don't know how much I want to spoil, I guess, but like this part explains the surrealism a little bit more. I don't know. So in the book, there's a, there's a thing that the worms make when they drown called the water of life. And it helps people, specifically the Benny Jesuit and like the Reverend Mothers, like learn about the past, like Reverend Mothers, and you gain memories from like hundreds of people from thousands of years and stuff. But when she takes it, they don't realize that she's pregnant. First of all, the score here goes fucking crazy. And also, the child, like, just gains full consciousness. It's not even born. And she's helping her brother commit vile genocide. <laughs> it's a baby? It's a fetus. There's a fetus. shots of, like, a blue thing. And there's, like, a floating fetus thing. It's very surreal 2001 vibes. It's really, like, interesting stuff. Like, for a modern blockbuster to just have crazy nonsense like that, I commend very much. And that people are, like, cool with it is, like, damn. Who, who knew? <laughs> who knew? But, no. The action's so good. It's, it, I want to see it again. <laughs> I really do. Um, I have very few things wrong with it. I'd give it, like, a nine and a half. I don't know, there probably will be something, but I don't know as of right now if there's going to be much that's going to beat this for me this year. Personally. You never know, there might be an indie movie that comes out. That's sort of what week, I'm thinking. Next week. Like, it'll be like an awards drama that no one talks about, but I watch it because I follow awards, and then I watch it and I'm like, damn, that's wonderful, and then it just becomes number one. But right now, it's Dune. Or pretty you know, Deadpool fucking 3. Good. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Oh, Deadpool you're 3. You're forgetting Craven and... Oh, well, that's going to be the best movie ever. <laughs> well, which <laughs> one? Uh, Craven. And, and also Venom. It's Craven time. And also Deadpool. It's Venom in time. It's Cinnamon time, baby. It's Deadpool 3 time. Deadpool and Wolverine time. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Deadpool. I'm time. actually so excited for Furiosa, though. Like that, like Dune and Furiosa are like the only blockbusters that I'm actually like, A, want to rewatch Dune, but I want to see Furiosa. Like, so fucking good. I need to rewatch Mad Max Fury Road. I didn't give it the proper appreciation when I saw it the one time that's, several that's years ago true. on TV. It came out, wait, 2015. No, um, no uh, Furiosa's coming out in May, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, two months. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anywho. Because I want to watch all of them. Again? I've only watched the first and Fury Road. I thought you saw... Uh, did you watch Thunderdome? No. Did you watch the second? What's the second one? Uh, Mad Max 2. I thought there was a subtitle for it. There probably is. I'm just fucking stupid. There probably is. Anywho. And play the game, too. Oh, yeah. I just want to go on a Mad Max spree. That's a Mad Max spree? Anyhow. I think it's a great movie. And I don't want to, like, hype it up too much or whatever. Because, like, everyone else is doing that. You know? 
but like that's just how I feel. I'm gonna be a it. pretentious. Uh, uh, it's a solid film, but it has some problems. I think two it's... stars. <laughs> Yo, it's not as one to one with the books as it should have been. See, the books there is no action. In the final action scene, they talk about the action instead of describing the action. So the movie makes the change of actually just having the action scene. <laughs> As opposed to people talking in a room about what's going on. Oh my gosh, he's kicking him. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and there's more about like the relationships we want to get into and stuff, but maybe we'll do another more in-depth one more in depth next one. week when yeah. you you watch it but that's my thoughts you'll probably watch it like three times by then i work and it's inconvenient that i work in the middle of the day yeah it is so we'll see because also kung fu panda 4 is this weekend Shit. and i probably will go see that too so uh, but anywho do you have anything else no i don't either this was longer than i anticipated i'm sorry you got to do the outro. All right, Chili Marty sixty nine on YouTube. No Twitter, idiot. <laughs> the real Chill Mart on Instagram, Chill Mart podcast on YouTube, and Chill Mart on Spotify. The brain. All right, I think it's time to kill the brain bug.